Ho, 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 this is Jesus Santa God saying, Happy Thanksgiving to all our grease heads out there in the getting greasy nation. We are happy that you're listening to us this holiday season, and we hope you bring you some joy ho, hoy, while you're dealing with your family and friends. If you love us, please send us some money. Why not? You can send us some money at gettinggreasypod at gmail.com. But if not, that's okay. We love you anyways. So thank you guys for listening, and have a happy Thanksgiving, merry holidays, and whatever else you fuck goofs like to celebrate. What's up, Getting Greasy Nation? It's your boy Devo here, and uh, I am joined, as always, although not in person tonight, I am joined by uh, Conan the Librarian, and we'll go ahead and make you Cooney. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Zach could be Cooney. Uh, Zach Avon oh, and Sean awesome. Singleton. Uh, how are you boys doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Zach, how are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> Zach, Zach is coming in on Zoom because uh, apparently uh, Zach's uh, someone that was poisoning him with food. Uh, yeah. so, He's uh, like so. the Russian mobs. or No, not, not the Russian mobs. I'm sorry. No, it was one of those. I'm not saying that you're like Korean because I understand the difference between Japan and Korea. Yeah. But like that, like handshake poisoning thing for. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Kim Jong, whatever. Yeah, the, know, yes. well, the Russians do the is. Russians do that stuff too. So yeah. Let's Man, uh there's been some Russians dropping like flies lately. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine why. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine, imagine why, why either. <laughs> uh but uh we do have Putin a guest. 2024. <laughs> we do have a guest here tonight, uh, because we are doing the movie UHF, and was, we do when we have movies, uh, we have a guest on the show. Uh, and we would like to welcome a man who just got off a uh, long weekend of emceeing Oktoberfest. Uh, first of all, I am embarrassed at how old I was when I realized that you can spell out MC, E-M-C-E, <laughs> and not just an M and a C. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't like yesterday, but it was like I was old enough to have known better. But uh, we are joined by a local comedian, a cigar aficionado, and as I said, a man who's coming off a long weekend of working hard at Tulsa's Oktoberfest, C.R. Parsons, and a uh, noted Weird Al fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Huge Weird Al fan. And I really appreciate you letting me be here for this one. This yes. Is, this yes. is awesome. With and good to see you guys again, Sean, especially you, since it's been so long. 
it's been a while, man. It's great. Not that, it's, not that it's bad to see you, Zach. I just no, that's fine. You see me. <laughs> you could see you Zach. See you could see. Yeah. It's not like Zach's hard to find. Exactly, yeah, you know, exactly. it's not like you have to take a uh, long plane ride to see. Zach. I'm rather elusive. Yeah. Although you yeah. should watch out if Zach's people are piloting planes. So. Yes. Oh, good <laughs> And there it is. Or oh, a lady. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to read. Wow, that joke was quite a surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the greatest bangers of this. Uh, I'm going to get the episode started by opening my can of water here. Uh-huh. Yep. You want to count count me down I there? A, I got a monster here. Yeah, let's go. Three. I got the ultimate stomach remedy of Shinerbach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, there we go. My my liquid death is open. The show has started. Um, yeah, so uh, we are doing the 1989 classic UHF today. Uh, and I'm going to keep saying how great this film is just because Sean hated it so much. Oh, how can you hate a movie like this? To be fair, my wife also hated it and she loves Weird Al. Like this- that was her first ever concert and she's like, <laughs> This made Adam Sandler movies look intelligent. Have you never watched? It's that not that supposed mean. to be intelligent. It's it's campy. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's part um, part airplane. Part uh, yeah. It's Indiana like airplane. Jones. It's all kinds of these weird amalgamations. Uh, yeah. They they said that they're inspir- it's like Naked Gun. Almost. Yeah, they, exactly. They said that their yeah. inspiration was uh, airplane. Uh, when oh, they wow. wrote it yeah that that was their inspiration because airplane does those scenes that are paying homage to other other movies they're just not as blatant as it but yeah. let's uh, let's as we do when we do films let's start off with a a few things uh now i grew up and i watched this movie quite a bit and and, and part of it is yes so sean's movie that we did so far for him was super bad okay uh and okay. we've done two movies oh, yeah. yeah which which Okay, so teenage film for him, right? Sure, UHF sure. is a preteen movie for me. You okay. know, this is an instant like I saw UHF in the theater, Sand Springs Eight back gotcha. in the day. Gotcha. Um, and then Zach's two movies so far have been Hot Rod <laughs> and Schindler's List. Wow. <laughs> let's uh, let let's yeah. put and yeah. on the opposite sides. So of the we put we put we each put. Thank three God movies. you weren't here for the Schindler's List. We, we, we it was a good each, episode. We each put three movies in the bucket, and uh, his last movie is Blade Trinity. Yeah. I have never <laughs> seen any of the Blade movies, so if I watch Blade Trinity, it'll be the first and only Blade film that I watch. Blade Trinity was known as a long commercial for the iPod. Yeah, I don't understand. Are they vampires? Why is Willie Mays Hayes holding a knife? None of this makes sense. (laughs) Now, Blade is Blade is Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. So does Thor show up? No, not in these ones. They're supposedly bringing Blade into the MCU. Uh, okay. But oh, there was, they, I've heard something that just, rumor. Well, something just happened with their... I mean, they announced Mahershala Ali was going to play him, but something happened with the director. No. Uh, before we get into this movie, I noticed uh, the, the, the trailer for Ant-Man. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I gotta uh, watch it. I have it on Telenium or something. I don't know what the hell it's called. I, I wonder how much they had to pay Is the Quantum Zone quit? a prison? No, so in Ant Man and the Wasp, they go into it like it's like um, they figure out that it's kind of like a time thing because that's kind of how yeah uh, that's that's how they go back in like Infinity or an in okay well they they, they meet a lot of people in this and one of the people they meet is Kang the Conqueror 
Yeah. So like, so they kind of. Yeah. Anyways, that well, came Kang, out today. Yeah. I, was, Kang, I was. Kang shows up in in Loki. If you're ever gonna watch it, he shows up in Loki. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably not. There's two, there's Loki's far, pretty solid. There's far Loki's too. Good. Yeah. There's far. Loki's there's far good. too much of that stuff for me to keep up with it. So I'm happy to watch. A I've YouTube's. been keeping up with the Kardashians since Iron Man one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but okay. So I, I do. I I'm curious on that preview how much they had to spend to get the licensing for uh, Yellow Brick Road uh, for Elton John because it plays throughout the trailer. It's like, yeah. fuck, how much did you people have to pay for that one? Like that's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney doesn't own his library. I don't. Well, uh, Disney and Elton John. Come on now. Come on. Well, I mean, Disney's Elton John. Disney's Elton pro John gay. I don't. Well, Disney are they? everything. Yeah. Ownership than support. Elton John did the Lion King, Sean. Yeah. He's so a Disney guy. Yeah, no, I know. I've just I've I just always view Disney to be like inherently evil at its core. Like it, it's all about happiness. But it's Sean, it's the happiest money. place on earth. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's also like the most expensive fucking vacation you can do in one, one like square, you know, like small city. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I guess he is owned by NBC Universal owns him. So, uh, so he, his music could be used in DreamWorks films with no problem. So, uh, but, uh, but anyways, so getting back to UHF here, uh, 1989 uh let's get people some perspective uh 1989 uh sean and zach, i was kicking it with reagan yeah uh sean and zach <laughs> sean and zach i believe were both still sperm in their dad's nut sacks yeah right <laughs> right uh i was nine year old how how old were you cr i had recently graduated high school okay so uh and were you big into weird al during high school uh yes okay. I, I i have been a weird al fan since before he actually had a hit yeah. with eat it uh what? i listened i listened to him on dr demento way back in the day of course we didn't get dr demento here in tulsa yeah which is so weird so i had to get bootleg uh tapes tape trade yeah, yeah yeah from other people uh so from all over the country show? so so i would record yeah. radio shows here and send them to other people and they would send me dr demento shows Oh, yeah. that's cool. So yeah. it, it, Dr. Demento was like a, it was like a, I guess, FM radio show kind of deal. Or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, all I think of now with Dr. Demento is uh, the Mr. Show uh, spoof. Oh, Dr. yeah. Dr. Dr. Retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a spoof of Dr. Demento? Yes. Like, yeah, the, yeah, that was. Yes. Oh, my God. Because Dr. Demento would play parody songs and funny songs like the Monster Mash and stuff like that. And, and so history to it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And so that was, uh, it's like, uh, all those late night, like movie, like B movie things are like, uh, knockoffs of Svengali, right. the guy out of Chicago right. who does that. And he kind of, okay. he almost kind of dresses like Dr. Demento a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, a little bit. Um, but you had, that started today. Uh, <laughs> Wally. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the other thing about this, uh, the other thing about the <laughs> terrible shit, <laughs> shout out to Diwali. <laughs> dude you're getting a diwali shout out, shout out to the rapper wale so there you go yeah. it's mm. in my phone it says diwali in my phone so shout okay. out to i was Who? almost gonna cancel Boy. on everyone because i'm like sorry guys. diwali sponsor us <laughs> I'm, I'm so busy tonight. like you have no idea how big this is in boston 
uh D- diwali is huge in boston no i'm being smart ass oh boy let's see oh yeah diwali hindu celebrated linked to ancient legend of lord rama who was deprived of his kingdom sent the exile for 14 years uh there you go you so actually looked it up i just saw it was a holiday that's i was yeah. trying to get it's a, it's a Hindu and i'm like holiday. hey apple says there's a holiday <laughs> it's, it's a, a, it's a double h it's a it's a classic double h hindi holiday oh <laughs> <laughs> That was oh, fun. That was yeah. fun. Well, Hog and Hayes. <laughs> uh, but the other thing about this movie is, and we'll talk about it probably throughout, but it was uh, shot primarily here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. A few scenes were Ooh. filmed over in L.A., but most of it was filmed yeah, here. Yeah, like most of it was filmed here in Tulsa. And the reason it was shot in uh, Oklahoma uh, is because the producer of the film is also the man who produced The Outsiders, uh, movie which was oh. shot here and he his okay. quote was I didn't write down the exact quote but his quote uh, was something like uh, he wanted to shoot it here because of the ease and cost of shooting in Oklahoma I was <laughs> right I knew it was, it was I I'm it like was, it's a TV yeah. show it's a, a movie about a TV show I'm like it doesn't matter where you shoot it yeah it, it well, was just like it's cheap yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew that was it damn it okay and, and weird al has been has talked about they liked the they liked the fact that it was a midwestern town because it could be oh. basically the springfield of of that movie yeah you didn't have to know where it was it's just a midwestern town yeah and you're not gonna exists. you're not gonna believe like this like channel eight villain is going to have power over a new york right, right. you know so you need yeah. that that small town feel. But uh, as we do with these things, let's talk about a little background. The uh, the budget, anybody want to think, guess they know the budget if you didn't look it up? Uh, 89, I'm going to guess like 10, 15,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm taking- going to guess 4,999,999.99. Okay. I'll take $1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I don't know if Sean looked no. it up, but it's $5 million. What oh. egads? No, I would never have done such a thing. And uh, at the box office, it raked in a whopping $6.1 million. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, it made money. Profit. It made it got money. whooped that summer of 89. Yes, yes. And I, I, I meant to look up because, uh, well. Well, it came out in 89. Yeah. yeah. It's got uh, a 62 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. Uh, look, look at you 10, reading the either. internet Ooh. but also you you had uh back to the future 2 in 89 you had batman 89 it was a which sequel was... <laughs> yeah. yeah you have no idea how huge back to the future 2 was at that moment uh-huh. everybody had been waiting with bated breath because they had they had teased us to the nth degree with those hoverboards oh yeah we had we had seen we had seen news reports on hoverboards before the movie came out that's it was such a big deal such a biff don't be such a biff zach that's good oh yeah i mean like i've actually uh, never seen any of the back to the future what what in the absolute fuck yeah don't waste time i've seen the first one not in like i've seen the first one just not in like a sitting i've seen i know how the first one Everything uh, that happens. Uh, well, I mean, but yeah. I've never seen two or three. Was that the year of Bill and Ted's? Uh, no, Bill and Ted's was a it was a little bit later. Uh, summer of '89 films that had been up against was Ghostbusters two. Ooh, okay. classic. Uh, 
Star Trek: The Final Frontier. Not Ooh, not classic. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. No. Wait. It was the front. Is the Final Frontier the God one? Yes. Okay. What does God need with a starship? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Classic. There you got that. Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> classic. <laughs> what the fuck? Up? It's just been revoked. Uh, but yeah, back when movies were in the theater a lot longer, you know, uh, you, you also had, yeah, you were still dealing with the, the Christmas releases. Yeah. I mean, 89, 89 is roadhouse classic family vacation. Uh, now the, the ones, the movies that this would be competing with would have been Batman, uh, back to the future Two. Yeah. I I just watched Batman 89 the other day. So uh, well, and didn't <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was that year? Oh, uh, I was right. Oh, I just took a wild goose. The worst, step. the worst of the National Lampoon Vacation movies. The uh, worst, the Christmas. Yep. Are you high? They don't even go on vacation. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's the worst. Uh, it I was original say, Vegas, no. Europe, and Christmas. No, the European one is by far the worst. I would say the European. Mm, I don't know. Do you see tits in the Christmas one? That's the. I knew that was the. I knew you see that in the first two. I was just gonna say the only reason anyone could ever say the European one was better is there's breasts in it. Uh, And the reason why Vegas is better, the reason why Vegas is better is the just the one moment where he looks at the kids and go, "You boy, you look different." (laughs) Uh, But Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade uh, that would have been competing. The Karate Kid Part Three, not so much. Never seen. Uh, uh, Major League would maybe Uncle Buck. Oh, I love Major. You've never seen why. and I put Major Uncle Buck classic. Oh, I put Caddyshack in there instead. That's why. Um, other movies that have been competing yeah. with uh, obviously League. Turner and Hooch classic. <laughs> every which way but loose. Yeah. Is that somewhere in there? <laughs> no, I think mom. every which way but loose was like seventy nine. <laughs> Is it? Oh, it's, it's much earlier. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, pre-R uh, time, Sean. I don't know. When I think Turner and Hooch, I'm just thinking like pet buddy comedy like movies so it's kind of like okay dog and detective then it's like uh what was every which way but loose was an orangutan and clint eastwood yeah, yeah. Like, well then well, there's we had BJ and the Bear on TV. yeah i mean yeah. there was that there was that sweet spot of uh no we uh, snowman and fred you know yeah there was that sweet spot of uh just you know my dog skip <laughs> <laughs> of of Cops and being old yeller, cops and people being lassie. teamed up with gorilla apes of yeah. some sort, primates of some sort. Uh, but old yeah, yeller. man, uh, hey, now, you're not allowed cool. to use quotes from actual oh, 89 Fletch lives. I mean, yeah. Fletch, Fletch lives. Uh, now on, on IMDb, uh, UHF has a 6.9 rating, which is nice, uh, which is <laughs> a lot higher than a lot of these other movies that I, I mentioned. Like Ghostbusters 2 only has a 6.3. Right, and Ghostbusters Two has, uh, you know, Vigo. Yeah, where... but it's still a terrible. Movie. Yeah, I know, but it's still Ghostbusters. Well, that's 2. the goo guy, isn't it? Didn't didn't Orion go bankrupt? The company that made this before <laughs> the movie came out. No, and so uh, they uh, Orion, didn't do any promotion. No, Orion actually uh, they hit is a constellation. They hit with other movies. Uh, Orion was quite 
prolific. And okay. I wrote, I wrote down some of the Orion pictures here, uh, Sean, Orion pictures. Cause I always associated Orion pictures because of UHF with kind of lower budget films. Okay. Right. I remember seeing that Orion thing and, uh, I remember seeing it for something else, but I can't bro, you can see what? Orion every night. Just look yeah, up. I know. Well, I'm just going to get list off of this. Now, these are not from this oh, year. No, but this you, might. Okay. This might make me re recognize it. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Oh, Orion. you'll know a lot of well, you'll, you'll know this one. You've definitely seen it because Orion did Arthur. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did Amadeus. They did Platoon. They did Mississippi. Platoon. They did oh, their, their highest grossing film was in 1994. Uh, don't say Titanic. What? I said, don't say Titanic. No, it was Dances with Wolves. Oh, oh <laughs> good <laughs> Lord. Uh, they also did Silence of the Lambs. Dumb. Uh, and then for the more like. <laughs> I don't. They did First Blood, which is a great film. They did Terminator. Wait, like uh, Rambo First Blood? Yeah, <laughs> they drew First Blood, and uh, they did. But then <laughs> one of their surprise hits that was a lower budget film that was a surprise hit for them was RoboCop. Okay, Ooh, RoboCop there's a was, game coming yeah. out of RoboCop, and then they did cool. Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure. So, uh, uh, but then they started to lose money, and they were bought out by MGM. So that's why if you watch this online now, it starts out with the MGM, MGM instead of because Ryan. MGM now owns the rights. That's um, what my DVD is. My DVD did the MGM. Yeah, because they MGM bought them in like '97. I think yeah. they started. To make I have UHF on DVD. I'm a fan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the only hater. Everyone, I. I'm the only hater with and as I we, love weird and as we as we decided first we, concert first concert for me was weird that was Al. also your first concert that was very uh -huh. nice nice Song and as we established today front row uh, I did my dad's in face. Oklahoma City it was it was a cool I mean I like I like Weird Al my first concert was Alice Cooper I was very happy with that it was Al my choice was Alice Cooper or Ted Nugent and I'm so glad I picked Alice Cooper because <laughs> Ted Nugent just seems like such an asshole. No, but not when he's put on a great show. Yeah, not when he's yeah. Oh no, I know he puts on a great show. Wolves was nine. was Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is like magic and you know rock. Like Gene Simmons is a notorious dick, but like rules on stage. Oh yeah, no, I know, but Ted Nugent is just—I don't know—it seems like an extra dick. But I want to know what this film is. Does it look like there are little bunnies at the bottom of the screen? <laughs> yes, uh, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh my god, the uh, uh the puppetry you're able to do with your hands. I, I was just looking at a list of Orion films and where they started to go astray, which was the mid-90s, basically. Uh in 1996, they released a film called Fat Beach, uh PHAT <laughs> Beach. The stars of said film <laughs> were uh Jermaine Hopkins and Coolio. Nope. Oh, oh. Uh, it is a hip hop beach movie. Uh, what is? I'm sorry. What is a? What's a hip hop beach movie? I don't My know. Dad, but the budget was a hundred thousand dollars. My dad. Uh, <laughs> My dad. I is. feel like that's a softcore porn video. Uh, My dad was. They paid was. off Coolio's bar tab, and he <laughs> promised to deliver something on uh, film. They, Coolio. Here's a they, music video. That, like, they we basically just aren't tell you as a movie. They basically went dormant after 1999. They were resurrected in the in 2013 to basically produce really really shitty films, uh, like yeah. films that don't even have Wikipedia pages. That they're Yikes. they're so bad, right? Okay. God, if you don't have a Wikipedia page, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, seriously. Uh, and in Greece, he has a Wikipedia page. For Christ's sakes, uh, it's not it's not pretty. It, what do we really? I've never. Yeah, go look. 
Holy shit. Um, but they are back in 2022 and they are the produce. They did Bill and Ted face the music okay. in yeah. 2020. And they are the ones, uh, Eon Productions, but uh, the distribution in Orion Films are doing the upcoming Emmett Till film. Oh, so okay. a very serious film. Yeah. Uh, quite the They're moving into the dramatic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they hit they, their pay dirt was Dances with Wolves in 1990. Uh, and then Sil- Silence of the Lambs in 91. Those were two huge films. Okay. Silence, um, of, Silence the of the Lambs. lambs. Listen, I've been around a lot of lambs and none of them are silent. <laughs> uh, now I will say this the director oh, of this what? film, uh, his name is Levy or something like that. Uh Eugene? No, no, Jay. Jay Levy, uh, <laughs> no Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Wikipedia page, but he did uh, what he basically produced were Weird Al concert films, right? And uh, this checks like, out. This checks yeah. out. So this is like buddies. They wrote the film together, yeah. Uh, and so they are. I mean, this. You know, you can say that there's been a, there was other films before it um, that were kind of sketchy, or like sketch type stuff. Sure uh kentucky fried movie was one right right that's what um, immediately came to mind but this is almost i mean it's like just because i've watched it recently but it's almost like a, a mel brooks style film kind of it's like a progression of that if you will but like kind of like young frankenstein is almost like a series of sketches strung together i mean there's a central plot to it but in the same way that you know like this is a series of sketches with a central plot of you know like Dreamer needs job, you know. I could see a lot of Tim Robin, Tim Robinson's influence in this. <laughs> well, well, I, you know, to talk about, well, we'll get, you know, I have the move, some of the highlights in order, but a few things that I noticed, like uh, when they do the, uh, you know, plots are us. That reminds me of Tim Robinson's yeah. uh, people dropping out of the caskets mm-hmm. when they do Spatula City. That reminds, city made me laugh so hard. that reminds me of Mr. Show's Cockering Warehouse. Like, <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, there seems like there's I there's a lot of ideas that people have taken the style of some of these sketches and done. Um, that I don't know if they'd been done before this. Well, I know like Weird Al had Weird Al TV, yeah, on MTV. And so when he would come in and take over MTV. He would run fake commercials. He would run all of these little sketches, and he had done that forever. So I, I guarantee part of this was them going, well, we're already doing all these sketches. We're already creating all these for your concerts and everything else. Why don't we just write a 30-minute TV show and plug all the sketches in in between? The, yeah. <laughs> and that's I, what I, it is. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely – I when I when I was watching some of this stuff, I was like – I could see this being, you know, a lot of these being done by a comedy troupe, a sketch group, or something like sure. that, just not with the production value that they had, right? Uh, here, which uh, for the lack of, you know, the budget wasn't huge, and there was a you didn't notice the special effects being too horrible, right? In it. Um, I thought these were like Disney level special effects, just top of the well, line, top tier. I don't know. Emo, Emo Phillips, thumb, you could kind of see when he pulled his hand up. That yeah. was so funny. <laughs> so I would say I love I love the bleeding. I love a bleeding gag. I know it's the bleeding years, gag is so funny. 
I know it's four years later, but take this and then the up, then one will be seven years later. But take the special effects from Commando in 1985 with Arnold Schwarzenegger and compare it to this. And it's like Commando was done by a child with his set of toys. Good point. And then then go to 96 and look at at Escape from L.A. with their green screen work and things like that, which is just some of the worst CGI and everything. Terrible. And then go to 99 when Star Wars The Phantom Menace came out and the CGI was top notch. Hey, Hey. stop that. Don't Don't you do it. One um, of the greatest modern films of all time. As, as far oh, also, don't say that. I'm just saying, don't attack it, but don't. Shakespeare praise. ain't got shit on the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we opened up the show with, uh, uh, which we didn't open up here because I'm going to add it later. But we opened it up with uh, the post. weird, out, the weird out song "Beverly Hillbillies." Uh, Ura, Beverly yeah. Hill. which uh, he got. Song. That's the wrong song, Sean. I know. know. So uh, that track actually has Mark Knopfler uh, playing the guitar. That's the only way he would agree to let Al do it because he wanted to play guitar. uh, What uh, Weird Al's guitar player? uh, It's West, right? I can't remember. I think Jim West or something. Yeah, Uh, that sounds right. They had he had been practicing it for weeks to get it ready to, and his version, they weird Al said sounded a lot more like the actual dire straight song money for nothing. Right. But then Knopfler brings him Knopfler comes in. It's like, well, you're going to use me. And he brought his own um, uh, synthesizer player with him. Yeah. And you got, that's why it just sounds a little bit different there that he's, there's like a little syncopation in the beginning of the guitar riff that just sounds a little bit off, but yeah, Mark Knopfler uh, was in this. As far as the actors in the film, um, Fran Drescher, baby. Yeah, you got absolutely. Yeah, you've got you've got. She's uh, still hot. Yeah, you've got Weird Al, obviously, as your lead. Weird Al's uh, partner as a guy by the name of uh, David Bow. Which, when I first when I was watching the credits the other day, I was like. David, wait! I didn't remember David Bowie. Be oh, that, there's no. I. I okay, thank you. When I was, well, I was, I first read the synopsis. I'm like, hold on, David Bowie's in this film. I'm well, like, I don't, okay, I'm pretty sure fair, Bowie yeah, as I. But. If you're looking at IMDb and you read through their trivia of the yeah. show, there are several people who talk about David Bowie <laughs> in the in the trivia. They mentioned David yeah. Bowie, and I th- always thought that was funny. Well, that- what was it today, uh, Sean? Today, uh, who who's the guy that died today, Sean? Oh, it was uh, uh, okay. So there's Leslie, Leslie Jordan, Leslie yeah, Jordan, Leslie Jordan, and both Diva and I, I like thought <laughs> Leslie Jones. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, "What happened? Was it fentanyl?" And they're like, "No, he was like, you know, like, yeah, sorry, seventy nine or so, you know, like yeah, the sixty seven year old gay <laughs> man was not doing the fentanyl. Turns That's out, who Leslie? Oh." Yeah, the uh, yeah. Has it just gone from a happy podcast to a sad <laughs> I podcast? Know, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. You want to yeah. be? No, I'm not. <laughs> you want to relive Schindler's List real quick? Yeah. Um, good, good episode. You should listen to it. Yeah, but we, we so both. Sorry, thought, I'm so sorry, CR. I, I, I thought. But I yeah, we both thought we both thought Leslie Jones, <laughs> and because uh, when you said fentanyl, I was like, well, that that adds up i could see leslie jones well, maybe doing some i think she got she she did coke one time and almost od i thought it was, yeah. it was like i i lie i don't want to get into some sort of like slanderous thing but like i thought there was like an snl 
like yeah or who had done like some sort of drug and like one of their friends or they had like oh like od'd or almost od'd and it was like you know it was kind of like a psa announcement of how to uh mm-hmm. you know avoid it for fentanyl poisoning yeah, uh, fentanyl so, yeah. ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Uh, so okay. I'm built different, bro. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> no, no, no one is. Don't don't be like that. That is not what getting greasy condones. Yes, so. yes we do not control. We do not condone fentanyl use. Yes, uh, don't do fentanyl. Yes, no, but, okay. but do no. hand it out at preferably, Halloween. Preferably, don't do any opiates, really, because yeah. it's. You know, just 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 smoke weed. Just smoke weed and drink beer or whatever. You know. Now, uh, pop a muscle relaxer every once in a while and have okay, a good no, day. Okay, no, <laughs> no. Weird Al's Weird Al's love interest here is played by Victoria Jackson. Yes, who was on SNL at the time. She was. Uh, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, has become sort of a cuckoo nut job. Uh, oh, no. She is a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Yes. yes. Ah, sounds like my kind of lady. Yes. yes. She, yeah. I, I, I can always remember, like, was it her or Jan Hooks? Because I always get those no, two. No, it's her. Yeah. So, it's her. Yeah, because I remember uh, her saying get stuff. her hooks into you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, arguably, the who should be second build in this movie is Michael Richards. Well, at the time, he was not. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a breakout for him. He he started so this Seinfeld before the Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh well, no, he started Seinfeld the same year. Yeah, Seinfeld started- later the same year. Yeah, yeah he, same had, year. he had okay. already recorded the pilot, but it hadn't been it hadn't been picked up yet. I yeah. think is the deal. Okay. So he started okay. on Seinfeld in '89, which means that, and the way they used to film TV shows, I mean, you're filming like. Right before the season goes on, well, uh, pilots oh, yeah, are usually yeah, pilots shot are filmed early early spring, spring. yeah, early, yeah, and then, but then subsequent episodes are going to be shot like, like weeks all, before, yeah. All I all I was saying is, as I pointed out in like our own like uh you know like getting greasy group chat, I was like, you know what, this made me realize is Michael Richards is just one character, except for when he's trying to break the you know cycle and say the n word, but I was like, this was just Kramer, but in a different role. I was like, he's funny, but I'm like, even his like manner, you know, like there's certain moments where he does like Kramer, like Kramerisms, oh, yeah. if you will. And it's like, this it's is a very exactly Kramer. the fucking same character. Like, almost. It's not quite. Ex- it's like, this is so close. It's yeah. like if Kramer had downs. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's just his horse teeth he's got where he's like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love that. I'd love to do the show. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a cross between Kramer and that character from Bugs Bunny where he's like, I will love him and pet him and name him George. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Almost like that. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, of Mice and Men. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. Uh, classic. Well, yeah. Kramer. or Kramer. That is actually a classic. Zach. Good. Yeah. When I say classic, I'm not. I know what my yeah, classic Michael, Michael Richards does not have the best filmography in the world. Let's, no. just, say, let's just say uh and uh, <laughs> like yeah. kramer versus predator <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's just a stupid he's gonna be unveiled as uh, as michael from uh as michael in the new halloween movie <laughs> it was kramer all along uh yeah, the, you Whoa. know it is has 
I mean, Jason Alexander did a few things after Seinfeld, but it was he on does a lot of community. He, he does he, a lot of like Broadway, I think. Like, yeah, he does. He does. And like, but as far as like TV fame, even like Se- Jerry Seinfeld really didn't have a lot of hits on the TV side. Oh, no, hell no. he, he didn't, well, he didn't have to, to after after you, Seinfeld, I know he, he didn't, didn't have, have to. to. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Julia Louis Dreyfus, I she finally hit with V. She had a sitcom at one point, yeah. But she, yeah, she did V, but she had a sitcom before that. She, she had the adventures of old, young, old, old, young yeah. Christine. That's what yeah. it was. And yeah. she had a couple, I think she had a, one or two others that, that were kind of flops, but oh. it's kind of the same thing with uh, it seems like, yeah, I mean a lot of those shows that are super huge people don't go on to do a whole lot i mean right jennifer aniston from friends being an exception and the other friends actors did some things but nothing nearly as huge but uh about once you've hit like i guess it's kind of the sad thing of like you sometimes do plateau because it's like once you've hit seinfeld it's like what do you do after this? You know, like, well, it's you also be better than Seinfeld. Well, so, you just, like, you know, you just said it when you, when you saw him here, you were immediately thought Kramer. So anytime you're going to see him in something, you're going to think Kramer. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. anytime, yeah, you know, anytime you think it's just, it, you're on a show that long, you get, that's why oh, people I know I was trying to give, and, I didn't actually realize it at first. I had to, I because I watched it on Amazon, you can just like pause it and it will show you. And it's got like the what the fucking they call it, like the radar or whatever. Yeah. It'll show you the like actors' names and the scenes. And I'm like, motherfucker, it is Michael Richards. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's you crazy. Yeah. I, well, because of his teeth, I'm like, I'm that's pretty funny. sure. I'm I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Michael Richards. And then like I paused it and then I'm like, okay, it is Michael Richards. And then like I watch it and like Within the next five minutes is when he does the first, like, you know, like, you know, like, yowza, and like, you know, almost falls back. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, well, and my favorite is when someone leaves a popular show to, because they're trying to avoid that. Right. And then just oh, fails, you know, yeah. like, or, or they think they're bigger than everyone else. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, fucking hot shit, bitch. You know, like y'all are going to be wishing I came back to this goddamn show. You are going to miss me when I'm gone. All I know is <laughs> if I ever made it in acting, I would just stay humble. <laughs> exactly. Just stay humble. Our- Choice. Okay, there, uh, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, let's sit down. You, you say that and, now. What, oh, Kendrick yeah. Ladarsh? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. I just, what am I, one time when one of friends, like we were talking about Kendrick Lamar, and someone's like, we should have, should about Kendrick Ladarsh. And I'm like, it just made me laugh so much. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so other actors in this uh, that we have, uh, the main villain is played by uh, Kevin uh, McCarthy who uh i know because i would i show in class an invasion of the body snatchers uh oh i thought you were a big soap opera no 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 (laughs) no so kevin mccarthy was in invasion of the body snatchers uh from 1954 i think later remade in the 70s with uh donald sutherland playing his role uh but uh it's a it's a it's a subversive anti it's a communist film where they're not blatantly talking about communists it's it's where we get the term pod people right is from invasion of the body snatchers um and he he plays an over-the-top villain here yeah he was he was a soap opera actor and when they when they auditioned him they didn't at first think he was going to be good for the role because they thought it would be 
he would he would be too serious about it. Yeah. But then they realized that his the way he played it lent the character so much gravitas that it actually worked yeah. for for the way it, it it made him end up being a bigger asshole than <laughs> than he would have been had he played it any less straightforward. Um, but yeah, I think uh, as far as the backstories and stuff. Oh, and the other thing I, I see, uh, uh, yeah, Fran Drescher's in it, obviously, who would go on to be very famous in the nanny. Um, uh, and then uh, the only other thing I have is I, I have it later down my sheet. I don't have his name here, but the guy who plays, uh, uh, oh, what is what, uh, RJ Fletcher Jr., uh, is Jombie. <laughs> The genie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. Yeah. Well, we also have a local celebrity that uh, was in in there as well, playing Thug Two. Okay. Was Barry Friedman. Barry Friedman was in this movie. Yes, Barry Friedman is Thug Two in that movie. I, I I'm surprised you didn't know that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I did not know that. Uh, boy, I got to see if I can find a picture of that to, uh, Barry Friedman, who will be at, uh, the, he's going to be at the press club, press club. Okay. What day? November. And that is what day? So this comes out the day before that. I believe. Yeah. It's a liberal comedy show and they can't ask the most liberal comic in Tulsa, Zach Heyman, to be honest. <laughs> wow. That, <laughs> that's not even generous. That's that, just that, that, lying. That's, that's just telling a just blatant lie. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, like the dude in the ghost costumes, totally not racist. Go for it. He's, he's fine. Yeah. He's good. He's good for it. Listen, oh. I know all the liberal talking. Hey, hey, what was what was the actor's name? Who's the bad guy in this again? His name is Kevin McCarthy. Okay. Oh, oh no. Well, and it's not just because I thought Jenny McCarthy. I just thought he looked similar to the bad guy in basketball. I was, oh, back. No. I was trying to. I'm like, kind of looks like the bad guy in basketball. Uh, I think often. Uh, uh, yes, that that's right. Uh, I think Kev, I often confuse Kevin McCarthy for Ted Knight, who plays Judge Smales in Caddyshack. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they kind of have that same. They have very similar mannerisms. Yes, We're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, you know the world needs the mannerisms of the too young man of the preacher in that movie. Too. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. god, I love. Well, you know, I've often thought of becoming a golf club. <laughs> um. Okay. So we get to the we can get to the actual film here now, um, and it opens with an Indiana Jones spoof, a very long, very uh, there's what one line of dialogue in the oh. first five minutes of the movie. Uh, Doesn't yeah. a whip cut a man's arm off? A whip cuts a man's arm yep. off. That yeah. can really happen. Um, well, can it? Can it? I don't know that it. Can. It, it, it is. I, it. I don't think it can. You've seen, seen it. it. Yeah, you've Over seen international it. waters, carnival cruise, bro. <laughs> Just carnival. <laughs> hey, hey, hey you all thought the deadliest thing on a cruise was the diarrhea. <laughs> Turns out it's the circus master's whip. Look uh, out, ladies and gentlemen. The ten o'clock show is spicy and dangerous. <laughs> yes, we've we've got some cut up comedians at eight and nine, and then. Stick around for 10. <laughs> if you like family-friendly comedy, you're not going to be around at 10. <laughs> it's we got horse boxing and whipping. <laughs> Unless you want to sacrifice your child for primal bloodlust, we don't want you here. 
<laughs> we find our youngest crew member and see what the propeller does to him under the boat. <laughs> oh, good God. Jesus Christ. I was if you telling think my... you're brave enough to take on the boxing horses, please sign this waiver. Yes. <laughs> Your dad can do the chum challenge. Either he finishes a 32-ounce boot straight full of Jaeger and Red Bull, and if he doesn't, we throw you into the water behind shocks. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes uh speaking of chopping people up i was uh telling my uh, my my students about those uh missiles that they use now to kill terrorists that basically just have those nine blades that just chop the hell out of them uh so that's so sick i know like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, i mean yeah it's just like an explosive yeah well, it's not an explosive. That, yeah. That's the point. They don't yeah. want it to explode because when it explodes, it takes oh, out innocent people. Oh, right. This oh, is right. a thing gotcha. that just deploys like a bunch of blades that basically dismember. It's like putting a terrorist in a blender. You guys remember that? What they was call it, it a Arnold... duck missile. You guys, when you that... see it, duck. <laughs> that Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't remember which movie it was, but it was like an egg got thrown in, and like when it blew up, it just shot nails everywhere. <laughs> No, I don't. He was in like a kitchen or something. I don't. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter then. No, I, yeah. No, I I, that's I what happens when you throw the holy hand grenade. Yeah, I really don't know. Uh, but yeah, it opens with this very long spoof, uh, and I, the only line comes from like his guide. Yeah, his guide, yeah. where we see the wow. you know God that's making the funny face, and he's like, oh yeah, it means instant death or whatever. Um, and instead of an idol or whatever, he's reaching for an Oscar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. God Which, why damn this it. didn't sweep the Oscars in 89. <laughs> I just don't, I don't see anything else that could have competed that year. I don't either. Let's see. Uh, 1990 Oscars. Uh, so the 62nd Academy Awards. Uh, who won? Uh, boy, vi- visual of the, the abyss. This had better visual effects than the abyss. Come on. I Little know what the abyss is uh, the abyss is a boy. How would you describe that? It's a horror film, right? Yeah, officially, it's like an underwater horror film. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm if I'm remembering it correctly, there's a there's a water creature, yeah, that oh terrorizes a underwater explorer exploration something. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. scary Sea Lab twenty twenty one. Sounds kind of cool. It's supposed to be. I mean, if you like horror films, it's supposed to be. I don't, but I mean, it does sound interesting. Just like yeah, like, shit. Now let's see. Well, sixty second Academy Awards. Uh, this is taking way longer. Uh, well, while you're looking that up, I will tell you. Uh, they actually had to change the design from an original Academy Award because the Academy would not let them oh. use the original design. So the change in design is his hands, where they're crossed in front of him, are lower, so he's covering his crotch instead of being at waist level, <laughs> which I thought was funny. That is funny. <laughs> that's, that's very interesting. Best what a picture. subtle but funny change. There's a lot of subtle jokes in this movie that I love. Like it's one of my favorite things that comedies do is where they just have like a little joke that they don't really point to. It just happens, and I love it. This 1989 film that won Best Pictures starred Jessica Tandy and Morgan Freeman. 
Whoa. Oh, oh, Driving sorry. Miss Daisy? Driving Miss Daisy, yes. I was yeah. saying, Morgan Freeman's not in UHF. I did no, not miss no, that no. one. Like, no yes. Fucking yes. Uh, the nominees that year were Born on the Fourth of July, Dead Poet Society, Field of Dreams, and My Left Foot, and Driving Miss Daisy won. That's when I knew that his TV station was destined for success. If you build it, they will come, said Look. the guy who made the lion's den. Look, all I know is I've never seen my left foot. Uh, so I just assume that Weird Al was a better actor than Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> well, that's probably not hard. I mean, yeah, that dude's like a hack, right? You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is. Daniel Day Lewis is a hack. <laughs> let's yeah. let's spread that rumor. Glorify <laughs> <my> character actor. <laughs> Although I, I mean, what he's got that one line about like milkshakes bringing boys to the yard or some shit. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, kiss my ass. Uh, so, so yeah, they do the Indiana Jones scene instead of like switching, putting the bag on. He just says, "Screw it," throws it over his head, grabs the Oscar, it goes down, the ball rolls. Uh, I don't know if it was meant to be a joke of how long he waited while that door was closing. And how far he went away he was. Yeah. Because there's no way he can make it. Right. Uh, great, yeah. great use of the Oscar to keep the uh, door from going down. I like Love this. And watch for falling rocks. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. As he's going in, he sees all the signs that say danger ahead or whatever. But uh, also, as he's rolling under, <laughs> you can see that it's a stunt double. Right. And I'm like, you needed a stunt double for that. <laughs> like the things they need stunt doubles for in movies sometimes. Well, just... I think that was part of the joke. Oh, was maybe. to make it a yeah. stunt double to because it's like this is such a stupidly like like anyone can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that is the joke is you yeah, didn't I, double. I think it was done intentionally. Well, yeah. I, if it was, then great. Cause I was just like it's hard, you know, because it's hard to tell because I'm like, well, this doesn't have a big budget and I can't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine the editing booth was like spending a lot of time on UHF. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine. They're like, hey, what are you putting out this year? Here's this weird Al film. Hey, devote all your time to it. Editing can be intoxicating. Sometimes. Believe it or not, the first cut is three it. and a half hours. <laughs> Oh no shit! Wait, are, you, are, you, are you bullshitting or like did you actually look that up? Was it? Yeah, the first cut was two and a half hours, and they cut oh, out an yeah. hour to Holy make it a ninety-minute movie. This is yeah, well, so was kind of close because because Weird Al has been asked. The only reason I know this is because Weird Al has been asked so many times when a director's cut is going to be available because everybody knows there's this hour of footage out there. That nobody's seen. I would assume it's an hour of footage of all the other shows they mention and things. Who knows? Yeah. But well, what it, you know is Weird Al says it will never happen. It's just it's incredibly great, graphic sex. Scenes. They took an hour out of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just all Weird Al being like, hey there, girls. You want to be <laughs> yeah. on Girls Gone Why? Or why they or, call me girls Weird Girls Gone Weird Al? <laughs> you know why they call me weird because i'm into some weird shit here we go <laughs> oh yes uh, too hot for the theaters so this opening this, this opening credit basically establishes that our opening scene establishes that weird al is sort of like this daydreamer right he's got this wild imagination because he's immediately pulled out of it and we see him at big agnes uh you know <laughs> 
burning the shit out of a burger. Yeah. Uh, burning the shit. And this is where we get our first Tulsa location. That's right. Yes. This is, yes. This is the yes. Hardin's hamburgers that used to be uh, at uh, 21st in uh, Sheridan. No, no, not that one. It is what is now the Naughty Pig. Oh, okay, that's 15th. right. Yeah, just <laughs> I've never gotten. To try, I haven't gotten to try that place. Yet. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember if it. Could... What are you laughing at? Oh, the Naughty Pig. It's yeah, just what yeah. I call your mom. Oh, oh, the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, that place looks really. I want to try it. Like when I visit, it's good. I mean, it's good barbecue. It, it, it's, it looks yeah, nice. It yeah, has some insane menu items. Yes, it does. I mean, yeah, that's why I I checked their menu out when they opened up, and I'm like, well, this place looks pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it. it, it yeah, they. They experiment with their 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 menu quite a bit, but it I is like good. It. I'm I'm good with that. That's what I enjoy. And good good portions too. So um, I experimented with a menu in college. Hey, you know, portion portion things are insane. Like you know, it's something weird out here. <laughs> it's not really a complaint, but it's more of just like something I've noticed regionally. You want to talk about portions? We don't even like people don't do buffets out here. Like the concept of all you can eat or unlimited. They're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're going to pay for each fucking, you know, bite you have. Like, there's no buffets here. What do you what do you think this is? You know, like a goddamn YMCA? Absolutely not. Like first time I went to New York and had to pay for a soda refill, I thought I was dying. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's insane. You're just like, what? You're going to charge me for an extra iced tea? Are you? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, well, especially with like iced teas. I'm like, I know this costs like five cents to brew. Uh, And then like a restaurant in New York and you order like a Coke or a Diet Coke and they bring you out a glass bottle and you're like, Oh fuck you! Yeah, I've got eight ounces to get me through this meal. Like, come on, motherfucker! Yeah, and you're we in Oklahoma. Bucks for that. If you go, if you go to a come and go in Oklahoma, (laughs) they call a thirty-two ounce a medium. That's right. (laughs) Straight up, that's what fucking Whataburger does. Yeah, I got a medium Whataburger drink the other day, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! I had to have carry with two hands." (laughs) Yep, thirty-two ounces. If you ever watch, if you ever watch Crashing. There's one time like early on when he's like starting out and he like has to go into a bar and he's like, uh, you know, he's just trying to walk to the bathroom and the guy's like, hey, uh, can I help you? And he's like, I'm just, you know, I need to use the bathroom real quick. And then I was going to order. He's like, bathrooms for customers only. He's like, well, I'll take a Coke. He's like, that's all you want. And he's like, yeah, it, it, can I go to the bathroom and then get the Coke? He's like, you got to pay first. And he's like, fine, a Coke. And he's like, six dollars He's like for a Coke. But like that is like the New York City like fucking vibe, yeah. you know. Yeah, like it's 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 not not great. Uh, but yeah, Big Dad, the classic scene. He the cla- classic walking up behind someone scene. You know, like yeah. he's sitting there talking shit about her. She walks up behind him and then uh, tosses Bob and and and. Uh, uh, I really don't know why she threw out his friend. I mean, like George. his name is George because he was the one yeah. that got him the job. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I miss. I love that. that they go. They they're in the air for a while. There's. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, well, like she's a, she's a big gal. She's. You hear them yelling for oh. for for a while. It's like okay. Yeah. I mean, like she's got some force behind her arms. <laughs> Do you see them forearms? <laughs> now they go. Uh, they then they're go like home. Arms. They then go home to their apartment, which is at uh, next to Cooney's Karate. Uh, uh, no. Not. I know, I know. Yeah, well, that's his name. I love Cooney. Yeah, uh, Watanabe. What's his first name? Uh, 
I oh yeah uh, pronounce it get a yeah get it get yeah yes. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. yeah uh but yeah get a get a get a get a get a get a what but yeah uh, and uh, uh, that's uh, a cool uh, is a badass last so name it, it, well, there's a great actor japanese actor named ken watanabe who also is a good actor really? that's yeah. right. that name, it, the name you would uh really you would he's an inception yeah you'd know him Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. He's the one Asian guy. <laughs> and, and so when you said Inception, I mean, like, I'm thinking of, like, the cast. Now, to yeah, be I fair, Inception does have, like, one of every race, but we're not getting yeah. into that. You're right. Why am I not a liberal Actually, sh- Actually, wait, I don't know if there is a black. Is there a black character in Inception? I can't. Who is it? I, I don't know. He's there. They're somewhere. Barack Hussein <laughs> Obamacare. He's probably the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, let me look here real quick for you. But if I'm not mistaken, if my intel is... Oh, he's got the DVD. I'll be right back. Uh, if my intel is not uh, mistaken, uh, the uh, Cooney's place is Welltown Brewing now. Correct. Yes. Correct. So... <laughs> I'm still... I'm sorry. That, that name is so ridiculous. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> uh, boy, the first black person I see for inception oh you're looking oh okay uh is <clears throat> yeah like no one yeah uh is it's... carl gillard who plays uh driver lo- driver <laughs> i i uh lobby yeah. something <laughs> oh no oh, okay i okay I'm unhappy because it's one of my top five movies, but I'm also happy that I didn't forget like a pivotal person and like that. I couldn't be like slandered later and be like, look at this racist fuck who can't even think of like the one African-American actor in this movie that he loves so much. Pete Postlewaite, who was in uh, Jurassic Park two is also in that film. So there you go. Um, Yeah. So, so uh, Cooney's place is at what is now Welltown Brewing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Correct. Uh, And they go to their apartment. It's uh, beginner's day or uh, what was it? What do they call them? They call them rookies or newbies newbies or or whatever whatever they call them. Uh, And so they're like falling out the windows and things like that. What what the fuck? What what in the shit is going on there? Zach's Zach's, Zach's, in the world. That was Um, my belly button. Now this isn't OnlyFans. You know, this is where we get. I got uh, confused. Forgive me. This is where we get a Weird Al acting technique. You look like my clientele. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we get a Weird Al acting technique that he does throughout the film, where he kind of like does this exaggerated voice thing. He's like, "Just bash me over the head," yeah, you know. And he does that a few times uh, throughout the film, uh, where he he will do stuff uh, because he feels guilty for getting Bob fired. but he's going to make it up with a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. That's right. That's right. Oh, famously recreated by binging with Babish. <laughs> I know. Did he really do this one? I've yes. not seen that. Oh, my yeah, God. And apparently, okay. Weird Al said uh, he had to eat like seven of them. And that's part of why he became a vegan. Because in the process of filming that You're scene, not- they, they didn't have any way to fake it. So he just ate them over and over and over again. But and why did he have to eat them? Why didn't someone else like help? Or <laughs> no, why that, did he not have a spit? Part of the scene. No one, that's yeah. when you need the stunt double. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> As part of the scene, he takes a bite and eats it. 
And so oh, that's right. he ended yeah. up eating like seven of them. Oh, I remember hearing a story in a sweet about, and salty. I remember hearing this story oh. about uh, Grandma's Boy, where there's a scene where Dante's hitting the bong at the start. And like usually in Hollywood movies, you're not supposed to use real weed, but they managed to like actually use real weed. And so they had to keep redoing the take. And I guess the guy who played Dante got so high that like he couldn't do like anything else the rest of the day. Wait, I was like, the, the main guy on Grandma's Boy? No, Dante, the drug dealer. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, you mean the guy who's now in what is the Watchers? Which I just skipped through and read the plot synopsis right. on that. I've heard a lot trailer, about that show. The trailer, yeah, well, it's based on a truth. That, yeah, I don't want to get into that. But like, I, I just saw the trailer and I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't like scary things, but I need to know what the policy it's based no, on. I'm not, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, I'm just going to skip to the end. And I'm, Dude, I'm, scary like, shit rules, man. Scary shit rules. It's based on true thing. Watch the watchers from DC universe. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it was based on a true, like actual story, but it's, it's way over exaggerated. Not well, like, yeah. uh, not like the Dahmer thing. The Dahmer thing's actually, Actually, like I marginally, no, it's marginally exaggerated. <laughs> this one heavily exaggerated. I like when someone was uh they were talking about that that we mentioned earlier, that new movie Till that's coming about about Emmett Till, that they're like, This is not like the Woman King, where they left out uh, a lot of the history oh. of the woman. <laughs> I just love the people that are like, Don't dress up as Dahmer for Halloween. It's like, why? <laughs> it's like it was fine every other year now you have a problem yeah, with it because it. netflix said so Look also it's not really a def- not a character yeah yeah i was gonna say it's not really a definitive costume even i'm like yeah. that's just saying no, like anybody all. who's got like a blonde bowl cut with aviator clear lenses and you know a flannel jacket and they can be like no, it's just for some photos you know like, i bet we see modeling. a bunch of people dressed up like bill cosby it's just <laughs> modeling stuff. Well, Sean's going weird. <laughs> Blackface and all. It's one day <laughs> a year. Really I was watching a TikTok the other day where they were going down the body paint aisle and they were like doing all the different colors and they're like, oh no, don't do it. Don't do it. Because the model was a white guy. And they're like, oh, don't do it. And they get to black. It's the same white guy. And he just painted all black. And they're like, oh no, you did it. Well, for an art project, I feel like, you know, if you're trying to blend into the... You ever see those people get painted into the environment? Well, I mean, or if it's for a photograph and you need, like, a subject. I don't know. Maybe it's, like, some sort of weird political... Or like, if you just want... Contrast. Yeah. I, or, or if you're just know, racist. Like, maybe it's... Well, okay, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you there, but I'm trying to say maybe there's like someone trying to make a point i don't know on the I'm off chance i'm trying to hope that it's not the worst video uh, yeah just, like that's what i'm saying now if they're like painting themselves black me. and like being like very stereotypical racist then yeah that's an issue but if they're like i'm painting myself black to blend in with this wall for a photo or a prank i don't think right. that's a big deal that would be kind of cool. what about it what about if they are hardcore uh oakland raider fans and they paint themselves black well, as long okay as they got that. the silver in there would, and they're at a football I give, game. You, I don't even care if they have the silver. No, trick question. Honestly. They're Oakland Raider fans. They're clearly racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're at, the, it depends on the context. Now, if they're like at Walmart, yeah, yeah okay. You, that's an you, issue. You really, you, know, you, you just, there is a phenomenal, what is it? It's American Dad. It's uh, Rod, one of Roger's characters is Oakland Raider Dave. And uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, the last family I used to beat the shit out of with this bat, 
they I was in Denver and they were wearing, you know, Broncos jerseys. And Denver, of all places, clearly Raider country. I had to show them what. what. <laughs> well, clearly they, they were wearing Broncos jerseys, so they deserve to be beat up. So it's it's okay. Uh, but uh, so, uh, yeah, we then get this series of events that go on where uh, Weird Al's uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a gamble. His uncle wins a, wins a TV station in a poker game. Yes. Which, who has? What was it, it? A, pair of, a pair of sevens? Uh, he was, was bluffing on a pair of sevens. Yes, bluffing on a pair uh, of sevens. Yeah. Uh, and he I wins. won a parrot in a poker game once. Don't know what happened to the damn thing, but all I know is it talked a lot. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, wins the deed uh, to channel U62. Only reason I won is because I kept giving away the other guy's cards and nobody thought, hey, put a blanket on the fucking parrot. Now, the the modern day equivalent to these UHF channels that used to exist, uh, which are those uh, like if you're using your antenna and you get like channel 6.11. Right. And this would happen. I was at, <laughs> I was at the, uh, fine channel 6.9. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. I miss my bell. It's KOTV's. Porn. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. K- CR. Yeah. It's KOTV's. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I was at the lake this weekend and the, the RV on the antenna, uh, one channel was just nothing, but it was like, six point whatever and it was nothing but beauty product infomercials <laughs> and i was just like i was hotels like hotels have that that yeah. the most it's uh, like you'll yeah. be like 36 and then 36.2 and then it's just porn and you're like ah it'd be the same channel that the two guys from saturday night live were on uh wayne's, wayne's world. world oh yeah yeah, yeah same yeah. kind of channel that yeah. that kind of that kind of local rsu tv <laughs> actually that yes. is not, not that far yeah, off not it that is. far off it's yeah. not which uh that's uh, where i went to school Debo, if you're, if you're just graduated watching, from that. if you're just watching you know like beauty like cosmetic commercials you should just call in as long as you've got like unlimited minutes or something on your phone plan, just call in and fuck with people, you know. Well, they were it. talking about the uh, the magic, uh, this melon that they had developed that uh, will make you. Oh, I'm so sure. Yeah, it's called tits. Yes, it's called. I like that South Park. I like that South Park episode wherever they the guys like selling the jewelry or whatever on TV and then they <laughs> call him and like, you should kill yourself. <laughs> well, this is a brilliant Topans and not Topans. They're like you're no. scamming old people. You should kill yourself. Well, that's not funny at all. You shouldn't <laughs> tell somebody to go kill themselves. That's that's a very serious thing to say. You no, know, you're uh, stealing money from geriatrics. <laughs> I bet. I bet that. I bet. That Which, as someone who deals with a lot of geriatrics, fuck them. <laughs> I, bet, I bet that necklace would look good on your dead corpse. Okay, well, I'm just about sick of this. Sick of this. Okay, I've got a, I got a 38 right here. I'll do it. I'll do it. You sick fucks. Okay, let's we, we gotta move on a little bit here. So through a through a confluence of uh, happenstance, uh, George ends up inherit getting this deed and uh, he not getting the deed, but he's going to run the station. Uh, confluence it, of happenstance. Yes, because his aunt uh, basically. 
says, oh, he needs a job. And we, we see George. Du- I, I love the scene of him just dropping the dog in the punch bowl. That, I oh, that was so because when he was trying to give it punch, like from <laughs> right. the ladle, right? Like yeah. that was the weird. I wanted to be like, just put the dog to the bowl. Like if yeah. it would be that gross, like just put it in the bowl. Like, uh, but he ends up going with uh, his, his, well, what's his love interest name? Terry. 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 Yeah, Terry. Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry. They end up going to U62 at night uh, and they meet the bum. Driving in their little Nash Metropolitan. Yes. The li- I little, love yes. that little Nash but Metropolitan. They, I, I love the little scene with the bum. He says he wants some change. Yeah. And then he goes, $85 and hands him a dollar. He just, <laughs> he just made change. Can I get change for a dollar? <laughs> That is a good. That's a. That's There's a, good, a lot of good gags. I'll give it that. That's a good gag. Then we meet. Spoiler alert. We another meet good a- gag is Adriana <laughs> Chechik, right, Sean? <laughs> spoiler uh, alert. We that's meet- a that's a different kind of gag there, Zach. We meet what we. Oh, oh Jesus! This is what I deal with. Uh, <laughs> we meet with what become what we find out later is an alien. <laughs> Yeah, yep. I love that. <laughs> we meet Philo here. Which, if you've ever, did you ever actually work at the ra- at the TV station at RSU? I worked at the radio station for okay. like a month. It was the first job I ever got fired from. <laughs> so if you've ever oh, worked, what did you do at a radio or TV shit. station? That was the problem. If you've ever worked at a radio or TV station, this is the engineer. They are all oh, just like probably. this. I they're lunatics. That. Their offices look like they're a madman. They're a mad scientist. They're all way smarter than you think they need to be for what they do. Because 90% of the time, yeah. they're just looking at numbers going, okay, that looks good. And that's it. But these guys are radical geniuses. And it's such a perfect, perfect example of what a, a radio or TV engineer is being on, the, being on this end of uh the show watching becky white walk by is quite humorous i don't know how you don't giggle at that every time Sean. i just no i just i i needed to cough at the fact that um i actually was trained in how to be a radio uh dj engineer because my Same, senior that's year what high my school, degree is in well my high school senior year like i went like because i could have graduated early and then ttc like just like tcc but tulsa tech was like hey we'll give you free credits so i went and took classes with um my teacher was a really nice guy and i learned a lot of stuff but they have this like fucking million dollar studio at riverside and they would bust you out there for free yeah or you could drive out there and then there were free classes for us in the afternoon or morning but i did afternoon and it was like they teach you how to record for like one semester. And then the next semester they taught you how to film things. So you were learning how to be a gaffer. You were learning lighting techniques, like how to handle, you know, like a one K bulb, how to edit, how to edit film together, how to actually like do sound, how to master tracks. And like, that's why after all of it, I'm just like, fuck, this is so cool. But like, um, I don't remember why I started talking about this. That was my biggest issue. With that. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. Because you that were talking was my about... degree at RSU. And like the thing I hated was that they were so news oriented. I was oh, like, I want to film the engineer. Yeah. I was like, I want to film sketch. I want to do like shit like that. And they're like, mm, go do a news story on the soccer team. I'm like, who gives a fuck? My my final was going to be actually like a sketch or like a film music video. And um, 
two reasons. A, my film, my my teacher wouldn't let me do it because he's like, well, if you're going to use music, you have to get the rights to it or do your own. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like, I have to email Rage Against the Machine and be like, <laughs> hey, sorry, can I use your music? Oh, I know. And fucking like so dumb. senior project. And it's like, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Like, my can friend I was your like, lawyer? <laughs> I had a friend that was like, yo, just put for educational purposes only. It works every time. And I was like, oh, OK. And I did yeah. for per- educational purposes only. And it worked. They wouldn't like, yeah. do that. And also they were like, also because we're a public education institution, like you can't have any actual weapons. And mine was like a political like revolution thing. And so I'm like, what, what does that mean? They're like, so like instead of guns, you have to use bananas or, you know, like uh, water pistols. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. And they're like, no, seriously, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just going to do a demo. I'm just going to we'll we'll slap three songs together. Fuck it. Let's just. Oh, okay okay we, we need to move forward in the, show, in the i'm movie. sorry <laughs> all right we're, we're, we're 20 we are, minutes into yeah this we are just we're the, yeah we're an hour, yeah, 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 hour and 10 oh, wow. into the podcast uh cr has a real human person job uh <laughs> so do i yeah we You're all call in tomorrow with the shits <laughs> no i'm not i'm gonna go to work um so i like the next day we meet Fran Drescher and she's upset because she's got a new Smoke boss. show. Yeah. She's got a new boss. And then uh, we get a package that's delivered to U uh, 62 that is supposed to go to channel eight. Right. The ex machina package. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, the, so uh, George decides he's going to go deliver it and introduce himself to RJ Fletcher, it, the, the competition. Right. Who the first instance of R.J. Fletcher we get is him uh, firing Stanley Spadowski. Right. The only thing he could have done that made himself look any worse is eat an apple. They they <laughs> they got right up front that he's the bad guy. Oh yeah, he he is definitely the bad oh, guy. Oh, you meant eat an apple by like the biblical proportions. I thought you meant because he had horse teeth. Sorry, <laughs> that's still very funny. But yes, now I get this. What does um, an apple have to do with the Bible? <laughs> oh, you poor sweet. I think your dad's a preacher for Christ's sake. It was no, a my tomato. grandfather's a reverend. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, like that makes it better. <laughs> the the good freeze frame of when uh, George says, hey, RJ, or, yeah. or he goes, RJ, and everybody's like, all sound cuts. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, one of the reasons why Fran Drescher, uh, whose name I don't remember in this movie, uh, is upset is because she's had all these different bosses and she wanted to be on news. And so George puts her on news. Right. Like, right. And so she goes to film at the uh, the the mayor's. Uh, the mayor is supposed to come out of city, uh, camp- city hall. City hall. Yeah. Which. Um, the gag of the blind man with the Rubik's cube <laughs> is, uh, is there's this so it? many good gags in this. Movie. Is this it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is great. That is classic, and that's where we're introduced to Billy Barty. Billy Barty, Noodles Macintosh. <laughs> Billy Barty, little little Billy Barty. Uh, this whole scene now. Uh, this uh, city hall. The city hall here is. Uh, what is that? It's um, 
Oh, it's a church downtown. Uh, yeah, it's a first, first Presbyterian. Yeah, it's a church downtown. Yeah, it's one of the churches. Yeah, because it has that classic. Oh, the first Presbyterian. For people that I don't go to know, the fourth. A lot, of down, a lot of downtown Tulsa has that old sort of art deco statue look to it. Yeah, you know? it's very pretty, much prettier than OKC. Yes. Yeah, well, OKC is like a. Well, that's that's not hard to do. <laughs> My brother tried to argue with me that OKC is a prettier city line, and I'm like, uh, you shut the fuck up, a fucking idiot. Well, he all lives right. in Edmond, like, so where, he's all like. We oh well, Ed, well wait, where is your? Where did your brother go to school? UCO. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't okay. even spell Bronco yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a UCO and I'm an RSU and well, UCO like Edmond is like the the rich, fancy like city of Oklahoma. Technically, yeah, I don't know. Every time I've been over there, I've got Santa Fe is the best public school in Oklahoma. So that tells you that Edmond high dollar, yeah, very high dollar. Uh, but yeah, Billy Barty, Noodles Macintosh. Uh, when when do they show the commercial for Ernie's used cars? Because apparently that was filmed at Ernie Miller Pontiac. It's right. It's right at the very beginning when he first when he first takes over the station. Yeah. They show that almost immediately. Yeah, but Billy Bar- uh, so they go to cover the mayor. I love the fact that for those of you who haven't seen the film, Billy Barty is all of like how tall do you think he is? Like two and a half foot. Yeah, he's very tiny, and he's the cameraman. And he oh, all wow. the shots, all the shots of Fran Dresser are coming from below. And I love Philo oh. watching, watching it, tilting his head like, what's going on? Why am I? Why is yeah. it so low? But as they are going to cover the mayor coming out, uh, the R.J. Fletcher's uh, son trips Billy Barty, knocks him down. And then uh, henchman number one or goon number one, however they build him. Suck. Thug goon, <laughs> goon number one's a good Henchman movie. Number one, I love it. <laughs> well, you know, goon number, 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 goon number one is a great movie. Uh, but uh, but uh, oh, good call. He, he tells Fran Drescher, uh, broads don't belong in broadcasting. That's right. <laughs> and I then mean, I watched the what is this, Anchor Man? Yeah, <laughs> oh man. Well, maybe this was the inspiration for Anchor Man. Uh, <laughs> How dare classic you? movie. Uh, dare and you. then, thank you. Thank then you, you get you, then you get her calling R.J. Fletcher saying that's not very professional. He's like, "Oh, I know. I told him to never call chicks broads." <laughs> that sounds like a Zach Heyman line. <laughs> I just call them all bitches. <laughs> all right, all right, there, Demario. Uh, I'm a chaotic oh. person. <laughs> Hey, he still got his shirt on. At God, least. I well, wish. I wish I was. Yeah. I had he, he, had it, body. he had it up a little bit earlier, but now it's still on. If I had Demario's body, I'd never wear a shirt either. Um, you know. Yeah, okay, We're, let's not yes, get into that. Let's not <clears throat> get into that. Uh, we then see George's first contribution because to this point they've been showing reruns of Beverly Hillbillies and uh, Mr. Ed. And anytime someone tells me that modern television is not any good, I say, people used to watch a talking horse. That's right. I mean, <laughs> There's still some shows with a talking horse. Yes. Bojack Horseman, yes. anybody? Yes. All right. But I, mean, I mean, three of the most excuse popular you. shows. Excuse you. <laughs> three of the most popular shows for the 50s and 60s were about a talking horse, a genie, and a witch. So, <laughs> I mean, let's not, you know, Let's not get crazy here uh, with I, how great. I, old- I, I, yeah. 
old TV. I love that. I love that Chappelle show bit where they talk about like Mr. Horse being a racist horse and like the girl on like the old Mr. Ed. She's like, I swear, I'm going to cut you, Mr. Ed, and like breaks a bottle. She's like, I'm going to cut you. Because he's he like you know he's like so what and he's like and then says like the n word and she's like I I I won't take it no more and it's now, like oh, fucked cr we are introduced here when George gets his contribution uh, to emo Phillips as Joe Early that's right uh, who is a high school uh, uh, shop teacher I guess yes uh, who is very clumsy and cuts off his finger. Cuts off his thumb. Thumb. Yes, cuts off his thumb. Just to clarify. Now, uh, what do you know about Emo Phillips? Because I don't really know a whole lot. I know he was a stand-up and he did some stuff, but like Yeah, he's he's quite an actor. He's he's done a good bit of stuff both as emo and not as emo. Uh, but one of the funniest guys you will ever see. So and emo's a character. Emo's well, I'm sorry, what was the question? I said I'm sorry. So emo's a character then? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. A, I didn't know that. I mean, I thought it was his name. Like, no, okay. it may be his real name. He, he is, he is. I don't know that he's ever acted under a name other than Emo Phillips, but oh. Emo is definitely a character. Yeah. Emo. Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I, mean, I think it's a character with that affectation of that. Uh, there's a, there's a, a term for the way he talks. Yes. In this, where you, you go into that falsetto. So I, I think oh, it's this almost, is like, it's like deadpan, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a very hardcore form of deadpan of just you know like I don't know you know where my next payment's gonna come from. I got a deadpan pizza the other day and it was a bit dry. <laughs> God damn it, Zach! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quicker to the punch than I am. Uh, his stand-up comedy persona. <laughs> is, I'm is, always is, first in line. His stand-up comedy persona makes use of para pro. Donkeyans spoken, Parapodonkeyans spoken in a what? wondering falsetto tone of voice. The what? in the sweet fuck is Parapodonkeyans. Well, that's the that's, that's his that's his way of speaking. That's yeah, what he's that's doing. What you call that okay? Yes. Well. The confused childlike delivery of his material produces the intended intended comic timing in a manner invoking the wisdom of children or the idiot savant. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> And if you haven't it's, seen him, go look him up. Holy mackerel, he is so funny. No, Emo's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's like he's almost like a. It, it's like a variant of Mitch Hedberg, kind of. You know, like the same kind of different, broken up, like stilted, just blatantly obvious. You're like silly, almost. You know, punchline. Watch, if you ever watched Michael Mann, that's who I think of. <laughs> yeah, CR would I, CR would I, know that. I don't actually don't know if I'm familiar with Michael Mann. I'll have to look him up. He's a comic from OKC. He kind of has the same. He does the same kind of voice stuff. Yeah, oh, although he did not take that as a compliment when I told him that. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Um, probably because it's like yeah, copy. <laughs> well, he's on. He's did on. have a comic do a fucking uh, what was George Carlin bit in front of me, and I'm like, hey. You know, uh, I, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but I think that's a George Carlin bit, just so you know. Oh, and I saw a guy do a George Carlin bit at the show, and I, I think Lenny Van Horn and I were the only ones who knew it. Well, I said that, and then they unfriended me, and then they, it was just kind of like, well, that's kind of okay. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, I was trying to be a friend to you, but, like, you're just going to be like, oh, no, get rid of this asshole. Like, well, nobody just, nobody uh, likes like, to be called out. For you guys that I are unfamiliar that, with... But still, like... 
for you guys that are unfamiliar with Emo Phillips, there is a documentary coming out uh, called Stalking Emo that is not got an announced date of release yet, which will be about him. But uh, yes, he was is on. It, is, is that going to be branched with the My Chemical Romance like uh, yes. tour release of their DVD? Uh, yeah, yes. Since the name Emo is, you know, uh, you know, call it. Uh, you them. say release of their so release uh, of their cr is a college, cr is a college football terror, thing. terror did you know this did you know this fact cr that purdue university what? is zero and eight on days that taylor swift releases an album seriously yes they they lost to wisconsin this week and they were zero and seven going in on those days and now they're zero and eight on days that taylor swift releases an album <laughs> oh no a very what a, what an University odd of Michigan is one and two. What an odd a, a, a turkey shits in the water, but you know every other day. Well, I remember once four. it was like uh, when, it's shit uh, like that that makes me think there's a god. When I was a no, kid, no, none of the no, that's the dumbest thing. When I was a kid uh, and Bill Clinton was impeached, I remember one announcer on an NFL game going, "Well, little known fact: the Washington Redskins uh, are zero uh, and one on days that presidents are impeached." <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I was used to base baseball announcers were always the world's worst oh, about yeah. that. You know, this this guy's known for striking out on his third at bat on a game on yeah. a Tuesday yeah. and under the lights. That's when the hangover <laughs> is kicking in, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sierra, have you ever seen uh, Brockmire? Yo, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Hank Azaria is great in that. Uh, but yeah. No. Uh, no. What's the other one, though, Devo? Is uh, what is it? Kansas City, known <laughs> blank capital of the world. <laughs> oh, that's. Uh... <laughs> Jesus, Tom God. Brenneman, Tom yeah. Brenneman. Yeah. The That's a Reds. phenomenal. Yes, yeah. With that. The apology, comment. the apology video is so much better. Yes, uh, where when, he's like, I apologize for what I said. And there's Martinez with a hit to yeah, right. He, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, you know what he's talking about. <laughs> no. I okay, don't. so Tom Tom Brenneman. First of all, Tom Brenneman t- spells his name T H O M. So fuck him. But <laughs> he was caught. He was caught saying on the air that. Uh, he says that Kansas City is the it says the F it's word. the fag capital, yeah. He does. Yeah, fag capital, but then, I mean, like, I'll copy you there. Yeah. He has to make an apology on air, and in the middle I don't of his mind. Apology, that's what he said. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, like that's yeah, what he exactly. said. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, apology, I'm not saying anything. Uh, Castellanos hits a home run, and he's like, and he's like, sitting there, I, I want to apologize. I'm a man of faith. And Castellanos goes deep to left center field. It's and, so you know, good. I really, it's that, so I can good. see, I can see that yeah. happening. It's exactly literally like, the funniest uh, thing. The uh, call me Mr. Butterfingers uh, line yes. is great here. Uh, we, we're going to move on. Then we get the best commercial, Spatula City. I'm sorry, Spatula, Spatula City. City. Spatula City. Spatula like, City. Uh, Spatula City was remember the Spatula City. Uh, old warehouse market. It, it, yeah, it was Warehouse Market, and now it's like a Cox. Uh, oh, I love Warehouse. Oh, it, yeah, it, it was the Warehouse Market at like 62nd in Peoria. Yeah, you know, not a place you oh, want to okay. hang out. It, not not then, somewhere. Back then, fine. Back then it wasn't bad. Yeah. Back then it was actually a nice neighborhood. Today, you could go, if Spatula City was there today, you could go get a <laughs> spatula to cook up some meth with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, don't, defend it's a good method of with. flipping your meth, man. It's a good or way to flip your meth. defend yourself with. Yeah, it's a good way to flip your meth. The slots, 
<laughs> but you sharpen know, up that fucking spatula. Sharpen what's it. Funny about point. Spatula City is number number one, it has the most catchy commercial line. Oh. But number two, they put up a billboard mm-hmm. for Spatula City out on fifty or uh, Highway Fifty One, Broken Arrow Expressway, and Memorial, and <laughs> they used it for filming, and then they just left it there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Months they were later, like, we got a six months lease. People on it, were pulling well. off of the highway trying to find Spatula you are City. Fucking kidding thinking me! Thinking that was the exit to Spatula City, and all they found was Rack City, uh, Rack Rack City. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, how like, dare you, Spatula City? Or they're like Circuit City. I'm looking for Spatula City. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I needed last week. Rack City was a uh, favorite of one of my. Uh, former or well, not former and like the fact that like we're not friends it's like deceased friends but like i remember well, one that's time, former that's former friends yeah i know i know I, I just remember like riding in the car one time to that stupid ass song and like me and his room well his roommate more so i was just singing along his roommate though was like shaking his limbs outside of the car to rack city you as we drove by people to, to take him to the cafeteria I, I drove to i drove to las vegas once we passed knife city and i just started singing knife city knife knife city y'all <laughs> it wasn't I mean, the case anytime it wasn't someone the case says knife outlet in lebanon missouri <laughs> but you know anytime anyone outlet. says rack my mind immediately it's just like rack city bitch or so or the same way or, anybody says tits. or iraq <laughs> if anybody says iraq also just because it's kind of like iraq city bitch iraq rack city bitch iraq city bitch iraq rack city so bitch. very quickly see what, what, what is your favorite city, bitch what is your favorite line from this spatula city commercial oh gosh uh buy 10 get one for a penny uh. I oh, I saw that and I great. was like, that sounds like an Oklahoma dispensary deal. <laughs> that is just that is <laughs> and then you pay the extra one, and then it's like, oh, you got fucked. By the way, Babush, you guys yeah. out there, uh we drove $10 home from the we drove home from the lake the other day and uh Turley, Oklahoma, which is not much of a city or a town or a place, has uh I think <laughs> oh it's a place <laughs> four dispensaries. And then we passed, a, we passed a dispensary that was a drive-through dispensary. It was just a dispensary located in a shipping container. <laughs> Well, you know, sir, that's completely reasonable because for certain people, that's what they can afford. And, you know, like that's that's would you with that? I would not want to work inside a shipping container. Not an who says they're employing anyone. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) Okay, let's Uh, be honest. I have two favorite lines for the commercial. One is nothing says I love you like a like a spatula. (laughs) And the other one is their jingle at the end. It's like. We sell spatulas. That's all, and that's and, all, and that's all. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. We sell yeah. spatulas, and that's all. Now, George's next contribution to the network is he's Uncle Nutsy at Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse. That's right. Which I was shocked to find out was not based on uh, Uncle Zeb. <laughs> Uncle Zeb, yeah, because because it had very much Uncle Zeb like vibes. So, Uncle Zeb, do you guys know who Uncle Zeb is? No. Okay, so I, Uncle Zeb was a show just like Uncle Nutsy's Playhouse. You guys was, forget we're babies. I know. Wait, I, I, I Rich, you mean the, the version Michael Richards had where he's like, I can't. No, Uncle Zeb was more of like a hobo. Uh, no, I think more prairie man. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Zach, for at so least. So a hobo? <laughs> Thank you for getting the teeth thing. Thank that was good. That was a good impression. 
only you said the N word, it'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, no, that's a that's a different character. That's he kind of looks the only like a other prostitute. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. He, he really like a- he really does, but also just and I'm allowed to say this a greasy wop dago. Uh, <laughs> he just he's, yeah, no, he's uh he's a he's a curly haired fuck and I could not understand anything. We're gonna, yeah, I, I gonna get an email from Marcus to I could it's not. Go, Dear, getting greasy. Uh, I, I did not appreciate. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. Shout More out to Marcus Italian than Marcus. I love that guy. But yeah, I wrote down the Uncle Zeb comment. Well, but I think I think there was just regional shows like that. Everywhere. Oh, there were. Yeah. That's that's. Oh, the, yeah. was the same yeah. kind of show initially. Yeah, I when I found out that there was. Bozo the clown. <laughs> Randy Cheeseburger. Yeah, it's just like, but no, this is just, it's just like a crazy show. Like, and oh, Uncle Nutsy comes out and he has Bobbo the clown, which is yep. Bob in clown makeup. Yep. Uh, I, I do uh, love, we get the, they hit him with the frying pan. Look up, look yeah. down, look at Mr. Frying. Pan. Yeah. And then he eats the dog treats, you know. Yeah. Um, these are Yappy's dog treats. Uh, next, we have uh, boy, I should look up her character name, but I'm not going to. Uh, she's talking to the gun control guy. Oh, Frank Drescher's <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah, and, is that the Never Bitter Beer guy? I think so. So, do you guys remember the Never Bitter Beer guy? No. Uh, Keystone Light had a campaign <laughs> that Keystone Light was the Never Bitter Beer, and that guy would do that face that the gun control guy does. Whenever he would drink a different beer, he'd be like, "Oh, this beer's bitter," and he would like yeah. scrunch his face up and do do that do that weird lip thing. Uh, gun control is for commies. I can't remember what else he yep. says it's for. <laughs> uh, I forgot to write it down. Guns don't kill people, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give a give. No, it's not aborted babies. They're already too late. But give babies guns. Yes. Uh, then we get the commercial for Plots R Us, which I already said kind of reminds me of uh, the the bodies falling out of the coffins. I do love <laughs> the new salad bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God, that one is funny. Yeah. Like salad will, bars uh, yeah. were so huge. In oh yeah. The late eighties. Well, and didn't Wendy? Wendy's. Oh, yeah, and- Wendy's had the salad. Like at least in Tulsa, I thought yeah. that was like two of the big ones. Yeah. I remember the day the Wendy's salad bar went away. Like my parents were very sad. Yeah, because like, Wendy's salad bar had taco stuff, and I mean it was huge. It was like a buffet in and of itself. Yeah, well, it was. Their, their chili was really an ingenious design to reuse the burger meat that didn't sell from the day yeah. before. Oh, I mean, that sounds like Arby's. That sounds like Arby's barbecues. <laughs> yeah, That's basically, but it was it was kind of like this is what they do the to the name of the barbecue here. <laughs> sorry, I oh, worked at Arby's. Oh. I have I have a. I'm sorry, barbecue. but you'll you'll sell off. You know, Wendy's chili. Wendy's chili is delightful, and they were one of the first to oh. the baked potato you, with the chili. You already the know restaurant. You already know that I said today. Oh shit, the McRib's out. I have to go get one. <laughs> So wait, yeah, I know, back. I know you're a back. piece of shit. Oh, and yeah, man. also, yeah, the, the McRib has been out, a yeah. week and a half. Uh tw- November 20th is when it goes away. Oh, so hey, you gotta, why birthday. is it so short? Why did, why do they do this to us? Because they only America. sell the when pork prices are down. Sorry. Uh <laughs> that and they get people to come buy stuff from their place yeah. because it's 
perceived to be McDonald's. I'm asking you, my fellow Americans, why is it that McDonald's is always taking the McRib away from us? I think this is clearly a reason that something Obama has done, or it's that fuck box the Joe shadow Biden. government. The, the, the real He's shadow government over McDonald's, and I want to personally know about it. I know other asking. Americans like myself do as well. And they're not asking me to call into questions. my station at. Well, Sorry, I'm not asking sure. the important <laughs> questions. And the important question is what do the Clintons have to do with the McRib? I'm pretty What's sure. I'm pretty sure nothing because like 12 McDonald's around where I live are all owned by Republican Congressman Kevin Hearn. So. <laughs> He's a douche. Yeah, and I always thought I always thought people that ran against him should say he can't even make his ice cream machines work. How can he work in the Congress? Right? So that um, would be brilliant, and so many people would probably vote just based on that dumb fucking. Like it's hilariously brilliant, but it's like. You know, that's what captures people, in all honesty. I feel like with politics is just like snappy little quips. Oh, yeah. You know what like, else you gotta captures be, you gotta be people? Short, you got to be quick. I well, mean, only certain people actually pay attention to the real issues, and then everyone else just needs, like, you know, highlighters for everything. And it's nothing new. You can go back to read everything. I know. I know. You can go back to Tip a Canoe and Tyler 2, and you can go back to like... It's just sad. Three, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, um, every, every no no one gives a shit. It's just sad. So no this is where we get attention. the uh, the Beverly Hillbillies song yep. comes in here, uh, based on "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits, <laughs> which is a song. If you are in Canada, you're a Canadian listener. You probably haven't heard "Money for Nothing" in Canada recently because it is banned because it says uh, uh, "faggot." Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is banned oh. in Canada. Uh, now, if they were all Canadians, maybe they would let it slide, but they're not. Uh, but yeah, as we talked about earlier, Mark Knopfler plays in this classic. They do the same computer animation that they used in the video for Money for Nothing. Yeah, uh, it's almost a shot by shot remake. Oh, other yeah. Then there are a few like camera angle changes that are not. In the I, original. Wonder, I wonder who does the falsetto in this one, because in the original in, in the, was Sting. is Sting in the Dire Straits version. Yeah. Probably Al. Al can really? get up there. Al's oh, yeah. Al, Al can hit it. I just yeah. don't know He's if he's got he a good range. He's got but a decent range. They do that. He wakes up from that. Guys, it was me. Yeah, it was Zach Amen. Uh, he wakes up from that dream and he's Inside like. Side of my father's testicle, it was me. <laughs> he wakes up from that dream and he's like what time god damn it he's like what time is it and he's like it's 9 30 which is about the second or third time he's used that same line because he did the same thing when they're in the apartment the mm. guy punches through the wall yeah yep. second time oh that something happens and he asks what time it is oh it's somebody was born i thought it's, it's somebody's born i know i know what you're talking about though there's another time yeah. that like as his watch out and they're like what time is it? he's like it's about 9 30 yeah. yeah um i love uh so what happens is uh he was supposed to meet uh terry out and uh, she's wearing a atrocious dress it's, it was the 80s yeah the hey, biggest hey now ads hey ever now. Hey now, uh, hey now. Uh, but so she breaks up with him, right? And uh, <laughs> he dumps him. Uh, dumps him. I love his description 
of Wiley Car- Wiley Coyote cartoons. Yes. <laughs> he comes on as Uncle Nutso. Uh, Uncle Nutso, yeah. And and but he's so depressed and he just he starts describing it and the way he describes it is so accurate. <laughs> yes. And yet you're like that's that's not it at all, but that's, that's absolutely 100% right. Yes, you're you're want to watch this poor <laughs> who just wants to eat. <laughs> He's starving to death. He just wants something yeah. to eat, and yet he gets tortured by this yep. sadistic bird. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I don't want to do this. Like, and he this is where Stanley Spadowski gets to host uh the show yes so we don't know what's going on because at this point he tells bob let's go get a drink he's like when did you start drinking he's like just now i love when they go to this bar i don't know if this was a local bar or not it was the southern hills uh bar the southern hills bar okay yes. uh great yeah that's, that's yeah. what i know yeah i wonder what that was I don't think it was actually the country club's bar. No, I think it was was probably what is now the Blue Turtle. Okay, could be that. Yeah, could also could it have been uh, Bull in the What's Bull in the Bear over there? It could have been. Yeah, there's a few bars that it could have been over there over in London because they did filming. They did a lot of filming in the alley. No, 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 no. Bull, bull and bear. No, I know, I know, and also, it's, I, I love I said the bully in the alley. It's it's a sailor song. No, we talking about. bears? Nah, nah. Hey, hey, Bex. I love that uh, Bob orders a beer and uh, George orders a blueberry daiquiri. That's right. Yeah. Oh, this was brilliant. <laughs> and Bob was brilliant. And, Mine didn't and come with an umbrella. <laughs> this sounds delicious, too. A blueberry daiquiri. I've never even heard of anyone ordering a blueberry daiquiri. I mean, I know it's. Yeah, I don't even know. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just a fucking. I mean, it's a tequila margarita. And then just throw blueberries in it. That's all. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, yeah. same with any other fruit, you know, just make a margarita, replace it with a tequila. Well, sorry, replace it with rum for the daiquiri. And uh, did you uh, when, when we go back? So everybody in the bar is watching Stanley Spadowski on on Uncle Nutsy's Playhouse. Right. And they're just enthralled. And he gives his life is like a mop speech. Yes. You know, Ugh. and he goes. You know, the uh, the floor is dirty as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Which is, did you guys know that reference? I, I Oh, wait, no. It, it feels like something political, but I don't know. No, it's from head. a movie called Network. Yep. Where a TV oh. anchor loses it and he's like, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And uh, that that's a parody that they're doing of that here. Uh, <laughs> and so they're like, oh, shit, everybody's liking this. Yeah. And so we got to do some more. They go back. And the kids, the kids go from being bored out of their minds to being excited. Yes. Because right, he's right. such a lunatic. Yeah. Well, he's one of them, basically. Yeah. He's one of them that gets to be in control. Exactly. Uh, and so he's like, I've got some ideas. <laughs> and so the first idea we get from George is one of my favorites. Wheel of fish. Yep. Yep. Oh, you got the red snipper. I, Zach, you want to taste? His teeth are terrifying. Huh? You want to say red snapper the way he says red snapper? Red snapper. Oh, oh, you mean the karate master? That's the karate master. Yeah, Cooney is the host of Wheel of Fish. Oh, well, you're not allowed to say that word, man. Uh, so apparently, all the fish came from the White River Fish Market, right? Uh, at like. 
9 a.m. Oh, wait, no, you're serious. Actually filming at 4.30. Oh, my God. That's some stinky filming. It was a ripe room. Oh. I really hope they paid for all of that and didn't try and resell it after the fact. <laughs> I think hey, this is bonus. Fit. Like, do you want this salmon lady? It was used on a fucking MGM shit. <laughs> I, are you fucking filming. kidding me? This a is $32 a pound. It smells I, terrible. Lady, uh, this was on an MGM set. Do you want fame in your gullet <laughs> or not? A stinky filming. What is this? A casting couch oh. video? Oh boy! You, oh, <laughs> I like that the prize is you win your body weight in fish. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say she won her body weight. I just said she could actually. No, but, oh. but that is the prize. They that, what they yeah, say that's the prize. That's the prize. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah, see, yeah. They have like a scale to weigh people right there next yep. to it, and she said they're going. What's she like? Come on, bluefish. Come on, bluefish. <laughs> Like bluefish is like the stinky bluefish is one of the oiliest bluefish. Actually, you know, in all honesty, I've tried everything so far here. Bluefish is the oiliest fish. It, even like Anthony Bourdain talks about it in his like biography in his books. Oh, here we go. But, no, I'm no, I'm just saying it's the oil, like it's the fishiest <laughs> of fishes. Um, and he's like, like listen, the only, the only time is I, super oily, and I'm gonna no, I will no, no, no. I'll say it, it's good if you get hot, but if you let it cool down, it tastes awful. It's like I eat most of my food open. hot. I know, I know, but like <laughs> I, you know, there's certain things you know, like pizza. You know, certain things you can maybe eat cold. Cereal. Yes. Yes. If you if like you let this. <laughs> I, I honestly like cold fish tacos if they're just like, you know, fried. Spacho, we talk about them but, in the Schindler's List one because those no, were those no, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> God damn it, Zach. But no, what I was trying to say is you there are out with the gazpacho. We'll See, get you. Ring the bell. <laughs> you got to ring the bell for it there. There you go. Yeah. There, there are there are certain things you can eat like cooler or cold, uh, but um. If you let bluefish cool down, it tastes like you're eating wet cat food. It's fucking mm. disgusting. <laughs> it's so nasty. Isn't all cat food wet for the most part? Unless you get the dry, I guess. Yeah. I know they're, they're <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm okay. Now I'm gonna make fun of you. Isn't all wet, isn't all cat food wet unless you get the dry kind? That's I, true. I'm sorry. It's a factual know, statement. No, it is it is. It just made me giggle way too much. And I'm not um, laughing at you, Zach. Look into my eyes. It was funny. So so back in the day, into my eyes right now. back in the day when uh, Windows 95 came out, one of the features for like Windows 95 and Windows 2000 was you could have audio sets to replace all the sounds on it. Yes. And I had a UHF set. Oh, no. Nice. And like whenever an email would come in, it would be Cooney saying, stupid you're so stupid, stupid. you're so stupid yes because they're combining wheel of fortune and let's make a deal yep. here in this show okay wait i have to ask both of you two because you two and no offense and uh, i mean none by this but Your elderly gay parents <laughs> no, no 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 um did you guys ever have because you're both Older people yes, who are yes, intelligent. We get it. We get it. Who? No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, have you ever had Encarta? You know, like yes. Encarta ninety. Okay. Do you remember the coolest fuck? Like, uh, it was like a maze game you played at the bottom where it was just trivia, and like you could, you know, like listen to the stupid music, but it was very. I don't. I, I thought the music was intoxicating, but like I had Encarta, but I mostly played my uh, 
fighter jet game where I had unlimited missiles and can blow things up. Oh, damn it. CR, yourself. I had Encarta, but I don't remember there being yeah. a game on it. Yeah, I don't remember. There was, either. okay, so yeah, in, in Encarta, like, 98, because I remember my, my dad just, like, put it on the computer, and I was just, like, dicking around, and I'm like, what's this? And I just started, like, sifting through it. And I'm like, oh, what's this cool ass thing? And it was like a trivia game where it was like, you've got to make it through the maze by answering like questions. And I'm like, well, this is going to be fun. I enjoy that in, uh, I enjoy that in Jurassic Park, the video that they have in the, uh, the SUVs that they drive on the rails. Oh, that's such worthless crap. Yeah. It's basically just in Carta. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. But at least in Carta, when you're at home, it's safe. In Carta, in Jurassic Park, everything in Jurassic Park is not safe. So uh, they have uh, another show with Philo doing Secrets of the Universe where they're going to make plutonium with household items. That's right. I love that. That made me laugh so hard. Uh, Now, Raul's Raul's Wild Kingdom. Ah. (laughs) We're going to teach. We're Uh, going to show the dogs how they fly. This was filmed in those apartments down by Home Depot downtown. Correct. correct? Correct. Down by... Down by the nexus of the universe at 11th and 11th. Right. Yes, we have a 11th and 11th here in Tulsa. The nexus of the universe. <laughs> yes. But yeah, the, you can still go by those apartments. They're still up. You can see the people hanging out the windows watching the filming at yeah. the end of no the scene. Fucking way. Well, yeah. that's cool. Oh, uh, those apartments were crap back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were terrible. Yeah, and now I don't know. I, I really. I think they've been fixed yeah. up. I think they're but fairly nice. Raul's Wild Kingdom. Uh, so this dedicated was, this movie was actually dedicated to the actor that played Raul because he dies shortly after the film. Uh, drunk driving accident. Yeah, he wasn't the one drunk driving. Yeah. But he uh, by. uh, he uh, he he makes poodles fly. Yes. Well, he attempts to. attempts to make. I love that there's just a pile of poodles down there. You mean the poodle puddle? The poodle puddle. <laughs> there was a puddle of poodles. At people the... don't people don't know that turtles are nature's suction cup. Ah. And then the classic homage to the classic Western Badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. (laughs) Yes, he's getting delivered Uh, animals and they're listing off what he gets. Yeah. Badgers? You don't need those. That upset me so much. Why does it upset you? It doesn't. Well, not really. I don't know. It was just me. I was was kind of like, come on. I, well, yeah, no, it's not. A, it's 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 a good. It's a great. It is a great line. It's just it's a great parody line. It was just uh, the that line is from the 1948 film, not Badgers. They the badges line. <laughs> They're referencing a film from 1948. Yeah. Are the you shitting? It's actually from 48. Yeah, the yeah. treasures of Sierra Madre. That no, well, yeah, Sierra Madre. What? The treasures of the treasure of Sierra Madre is the film that they're. You are kidding me if that is not actually from the Mel Brooks film. No, it's not originally. It was a it was a parody when Mel Brooks did it. It was a parody. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Wow, that's incredible. Okay, okay, wow. Um, so after Raúl, we go, we (laughs) we go back to uh, Channel Eight where one of RJ's workers comes in wearing this ridiculous cowboy hat. <laughs> and uh, he, he tells him that some news and he says, remove that stupid thing. And he takes off his fake mustache. That was so funny. Great, bit. Great bit. Good bit. Solid bit. I thought he had a weird ponytail for a second. <laughs> he, really <thought> was a- <laughs> he did look like he's he not, a- he's not an art collector, Zachary. Uh, I, I, I do <laughs> like, uh, after he makes the poodles fly, Raul, they're like, where did you find this guy? He's like, I thought you found him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like he just he showed up on the air. Just showed up. Like he submitted tapes and he just showed up. Uh, now, uh, we go back to Stanley Spadowski's. He's got a tow truck now. Yes. Uh, which I was wondering if maybe they got this from the Actar Shriners here. because it, it, it definitely it, looks like a Shrine Yeah, car. like a Shriner truck. And did you notice in the background that he's got that, that steamboat and it is called Stanley's Steamer? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that's they funny. Just, is that, yeah. I was like, I was like, is that a product? Oh, yeah, maybe, or? I don't know. Because it was very obscure, but I it was Stanley's steamer. Yeah. I'm like, really? Uh, okay, so this is where uh, I have got a litany. I've got a litany of things here to talk about real quick. Um, a litany. Oh well, Mister Fucking Lawyer over here. So first of all, we get we get some. Uh, Cr is a lawyer. We get some hey, clips. We weren't talking about him. Yeah. Shut up, Zach. We get the clip of Conan the Librarian. Yes. Conan this the Librarian. This made me laugh. This made me yes. laugh. I love when he just slices him in half. One I love Um Now, if you look at the board, now here's where I think there's the missing footage because he's doing the schedule uh-huh. on the board. Some of the shows are The Young and Dyslexic. Right. Uh, oh. Leave it to Bigfoot. <laughs> What's that stain? Yep. The Flying Pope. Now, this next one is a show that actually basically exists in the real world, which is the wild world, the wide world of tractor pulls. Right now, <laughs> I can get on my TV and find tractor pull racing on TV. Sure. Now, uh, now hold on. The Flying Nun wasn't a real show, was it? The Flying Nun. Yeah, the Flying Nun was, but this it wasn't was. the Flying Nun. Oh, no, no, no. I just oh, thought it was an SNL. Right. Yeah. I didn't know it was a real no. show. Oh, uh, Sean's favorite show down there. Uh, that they had in the corner, bestiality today, which I thought was funny. That- There's no fucking way that's a show. No, there. it's not. These are the these, these are, are the, the show. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yes, uh, the lice is right. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, dog racing uh, from Rio de Janeiro. Yep. Uh, Druids on parade. Yep. Volcano well, worshippers yeah. hour. Now, do you know the trivia behind that one? What? Okay, uh, when Weird Al was in high school, of course, he was very young in high school because he graduated early. So when he was in high school, he wanted uh, his picture in the yearbook somewhere other than just on his picture page. So he created a club called the Volcano Worshippers Club, and that's how he got an extra page in the yearbook. So that's the trivia behind that. So that's incredible. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Well, I'm um, sorry. No, no, I'm. There's a couple things. I saw the other day that like Sir Christopher Lee from like Lord of the Rings is actually descended from Charlemagne. It was like, whoa, that's (laughs) fucking nuts. I mean, like, like you know, like normally I don't give a shit about famous people, but it was kind of like you're descended of Charlemagne. Like that's pretty impressive, you know. Like, wait, isn't he older than Charlemagne the God? (laughs) <laughs> You'd yes. think from his image, yes. <laughs> um, Poor bastard. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, volcano worshippers hour, uh, underwater bingo for teens. Yes. And then the last one that I, they talked about was uh, fun with dirt. Yeah, fun with dirt. So so great shows there. Uh, then they get the ratings. The ratings are in, and they have three shows in the top five. Yep. So the station is taking off. 
still haven't had a lot of plot to this point. No, no, we haven't. <laughs> Station is taking off. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I do think that that lost footage is probably a lot of those shows. Probably do it. so. Yeah. Um, probably not bestiality today. Probably not. Although the, I believe not. Yeah. you never know. Yeah, I you mean, never know. Hold on, I popped in a bestiality. What are we talking about? So when he's putting <laughs> your the mother's show, when he's anniversary shows, footage that she wanted to show to your father. When that, he's putting the shows up on the board and he's making the schedule for U62, we went through all the show names and one of them was Bestiality Today. It was like the late night show on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, but three shows in the top five. Uh, so oh, the other show. So then we get commercials uh, for Stay Fit with Mike and Spike. Yeah, who I think Mike and Spike. Like fucking Mike and Spike. Um, there's a comedy duo. The guys that are doing the thing is a comedy. Uh, duo. Uh, right. I don't know if Mike and Spike were those guys dressed up. But, I, I don't know either. Um, we also have uh, Bowling for Burgers. Yes, which was filmed at Rose Bowl. Was just filmed at the Rose Bowl, which is now a. Tra- yep. Uh, have you guys ever bowled for soup? I have not. I have. I have attended somebody bowling back in uh, back in 1985. I never did. did. Oh, fuck you, Zach. Wow. That was too far. That was way, way too far. What you did there was just who'd you take? Who'd you take take with you? Stacy's mom. (laughs) That's not the same band. I know. That's exactly who I took. Stacy's mom. YMCA uh strip solitaire yes strip solitaire. <laughs> Billy Barty is With now Barty is host. now hosting strip solitaire I now an unsung hero of this movie is the big fat black guy playing the cameraman who also was in Weird Al's fat video oh okay because oh, when he's looking at those reactions uh uh because let's see did I do uh man where was it Let's see here he's got the he's got the tow truck oh did, i forgot to talk about one of the best scenes absolutely which is uh joe miller not the person the comedian from tulsa uh shout out to her though but joe miller found the marble in the oatmeal that's right which, which means, means you get oh God, you get to drink from the fire hose and drink oh, from no. the fire hose find the marble in the oatmeal <laughs> <laughs> I played this game a lot growing up. Wash kids, that means she gets to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> Celebrity mud wrestling <laughs> with Mikhail Gorbachev. Yeah, we also get that. Yep. So, uh, which just great. Well, <laughs> that was the guy who ran Russia before Putin, right? Uh, before Boris Yeltsin. Well, then it yeah. was Putin. So, who the fuck is Boris Yeltsin? Uh, a notorious drunk who was the president of Russia. <laughs> Was that the that okay? So I I'm gonna sound like an idiot here, but it's also because we're both young. But like, was that the? Uh, well, I I shouldn't even ask this because in the quote, Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. Sorry, go on. Yes, it was it was it was Gorbachev. It was Brezhnev before Gorbachev. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and then it was Gorbachev. Then the Soviet Union fell. Then Boris Yeltsin was elected, and then. Now we have no, yeah, no, I'm just thinking that Mr. Gorbachev, we get her down that wall. Are you telling me the Soviet Union fell? 
Yes. When did this happen? Uh, hey, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Tom, about this. Tom Hanks. Well, I'm sorry. According, according to them, it was more yeah. of a trip than a fall. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Lost. get back up one of these yeah, days. Yeah, they, the, the, the Soviet the, the, the Union will rise coming. again. Yeah, they, they, they felt yeah. like the Confederacy. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel's coming soon, Zach. Lost in Translation 1. Welcome here. Uh, you, you're going to get a sequel real fucking quick. All right, here Called we go. Nukes and nothing. Nukes and nothing. Uh, a full bet thing on love. All right, well, guys, we're, we're going well. on two hours, so we need to get through the rest <laughs> oh, of this. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, so we find out the plot now kicks in for the last yes <laughs> twenty we're, minutes of the movie. We're now into Act Three. Yeah. Uh, we find out that uh, that uh, Uncle Harvey has lost seventy five thousand dollars in horse racing. He owes seventy five thousand dollars in debt. And well, going to speaking of horse racing in Vegas, they that horse racing machine they have is insane. Which one? The one with the plastic horses that run around the actual ah, track. The, ah, the ah, old school ah, one or ah, the ah, like are you talking it about? It seemed the, new school because of the way the horses moved, like all the joints and shit move. It was in oh the yeah, line. you're talking yeah, you're talking about the new school one. Yeah, the old there's yeah. only one of the old like 1950s or 60s ones left, ah. and it's at the D. And it's very fun. Oh, you, I was at the D. That's where my brother started to like Vegas because he started winning there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the D's great. The I D. lost a lot are of you, money. The there. D. Are you oh. literally talking about fictional fucking mechanical horses that are randomized in their motion running around a circle yes. racing? And you bet on that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. This I is didn't. what you guys did. It's no, no, it's no different than playing it. a slot machine. That's right. I just watched it. I I played uh, bubble craps. Yeah, uh, bubble yeah. craps is the best. It uh, is. It's the best game in the world. I love it so much. Devo's right. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the God best game ever. <laughs> bubble craps sponsor us. Uh, it's so good. I love it. So Jr. Not Jr. RJ. RJ buys is going to buy U sixty two for the seventy five thousand dollars that's uh, owed to. Uh, is it Big Louie? Yeah, Big Louie. Yeah. Uh, so we then, this is Tulsa Airport they're at, right? Correct. Even Correct. though they say it's LAX. Yeah, they it's, say it's LAX, but they're at, at Tulsa. and I was like, two things. Ah, uh, Continental Airlines. Right. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and then getting off on the tarmac, yep. you know, which which is could be a porno. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten off on the tarmac a few times. <laughs> but but getting, I remember really? getting on planes on the tarmac and getting off planes on the tarmac. It was so the airport experience used to be so much more easygoing yeah. and like you could just go chill out and it was great. But right. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, then we get Weird Al's uh, basically spoof of Geraldo Rivera or Phil Donahue or any of those guys. Uh, <laughs> most people these days would think of like Maury Povich and think about the um, uh, the paternity test right. or whatever. But this is town talk. Uh, sex with furniture too far <laughs> yeah and this is wow, you made me think of this guy's last of, name this is a, definitely a direct parody of both uh donahue because of the way he asked questions yeah and geraldo who had just recently been hit with a chair yeah well also the uh al capone's Excuse glove me, department uh, oh, yeah, uh, who did who did geraldo get he al capone's vault well, al capone's vault yeah yes and he gets to the al capone's glove department he's like maps uh i but this is the way these shows used to operate in the late 80s and 90s they would bring on like the grand wizard of the kkk was on like donahue like 90 times right or sally yeah Yeah, because they bring on any tricks yeah he did 
Yeah. Come <laughs> back. God damn it. But uh, he, uh, yeah, they would do this shit all the time. So when they go down that row and they have like the clan member and the punk rock girl or whatever, then they have the ah. little girl. Yeah. Then they have the, the, the young blonde that looks completely yeah. out of place. The, and then the little girl. But well, there's a little what? girl in that row of like people that are evil. Yeah. And she's just smiling at it. And then when you see them fighting, she's like biting the guy's legs. <laughs> she's and- she's a it it's like that uh, oh, scene in okay. Men in Black whenever they exactly. do the training. And then he's like, do you need to tell me why you thought poor Susie needed to die? And he's like, she's reading books on quantum physics. That's way above her grade level. <laughs> I like that he tries to take down Satanism by having the actual devil there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the tagline of that, lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs. Next all, week. Yeah, all, all, next week on Town Talk. Well, it turns out that he's got to raise $75,000 in, in two days. Two days. And it's Stanley Spadowski that basically comes up with the idea of a telethon. Right. And they're going to sell stock one share. One share for 10 bucks. They need to sell seven. Uh, $7,500. $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, $7, of them. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like if their ratings are that high, it'd be pretty fucking easy. <laughs> what are you two doing? I don't know. I'm laughing at Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a dick with the old Stanley Spadowski. <laughs> no. He's over here like... Yeah, I'm just like... So the show... The, the telethon... I'm just like... <laughs> the telethon is going well, but then they kidnap Stanley Spadowski and he... They, he keeps thinking he's got a pizza coming. Right, yeah, they they trick him by telling him they're the pizza wow. people. Um, so they take him back to Channel Eight. Then we get another parody. This is Gandhi Two. Yes, <laughs> this made me laugh. <laughs> Gandhi Two. This who, time he's had enough. And I love that he when he's sitting there with those uh, those ladies, he's like, "I'll have a steak, medium rare." Which Ooh. that joke is great. Yes, because. One, Gandhi and hunger strikes, but also two, the cow is sacred. Exactly. <laughs> to him. Yeah. And it's just oh, a great, great little joke. Yep. Wait, um, Gandhi was perfection. real? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, I thought that was just a movie with Ben Kingsley. Earlier, <laughs> in, the, <laughs> earlier in the film, we'd seen Philo setting up cameras to spy it's um, not it's not brown face i'm just doing ben king's thing. well yes yeah chill <laughs> chill, does, chill weird al does do brown face here but you know uh, no, no he that, didn't, that, that's he not didn't, him no that's jay <laughs> oh, that's okay. that's the <laughs> his buddy oh okay no. like not like not that i'm that concerned it's just it's funny that it's kind of like you can also be like oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> he, he scared very clear of that shit yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was he wasn't that dumb. No, like, well, no fucking he does, way. He does. He does Italian face next. Yes, <laughs> because oh find, well, that's totally fair. They that's, find out that Stanley is at Channel scary. Eight, and we get the Rambo parody. Yep, which the gunfire gag is hilarious. Absolutely, oh, it's so good. Where he's standing right in front of him, getting shot, and just use because in rambo those arrows with the explosive tips were the coolest thing yes just blows the guy apart yeah yeah um it reminded me of that scene and 
Austin Powers and the International Man of Mystery. Um, Whenever he's in the in the the dozer or whatever that has the I can't remember, I don't know what it's called. No! And the and the guy's like no, no! and it's like moving it like no, a speed, yeah, so slow so yeah. Um, yeah. This whole part of this movie reminded me of Hot Shots part. I, I love <laughs> I love where he just takes the gun and mows them all down. They all fall down at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when he gets to the helicopter, there's like fringe tassels around yeah, the Yeah, and the dice, the and dice the made dice, me laugh. Yeah. So and I also love that when they're walking to the helicopter, there's that guy with the helicopter rides and he pays him money. Yeah, get on the helicopter. That was such a good gag. Uh, and then when he's in the helicopter and just well, the guy shoots at him first, and he catches the bullet in his mouth. Catches the entire bullet. Ridiculous! The ridiculous! Come on! It's just casing and all. It's the way the guy blows up. Yeah. It's like just from gunfire. And then when he's in the helicopter and he's shooting all that stuff, and he just keeps going, oh. It is, I don't know. I find it very hilarious. It was, uh, it was a, just because it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like if that was really him doing that Salonim, it was very good. I'm your worst nightmare. It, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is that very was good. actually him. Yeah, that was very, a very good Stallone. Yes, it was. So he breaks in, says the worst nightmare. He's going to rescue Spadowski, but he's very quickly uh, rethinking that. Then they hear something in a closet. What? Are, <laughs> do you want to say the line, Zach? Please. They hear something in a closet. They're like, I think I hear something in that closet. Then Cooney shows up. When they open the door, what does he say? God damn it, I hate this guy's name. <laughs> How do you not? I don't I don't remember. Oh, I have no fear. I'll okay, go for it. Because, because RSU has a closet that's called supplies. Yeah. And so yeah. they open the door and they go, supplies! Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great line. It's hysterical. Ah, uh, it is. Now um, I love when they're always like fucking like you know they're they're like plugging the students kind of like what is it we're supposed to call everybody you know and like trying to tap them and it's like you know these are just the questions you ask of somebody who was directly there. like you should just ask them direct like stop <laughs> trying to needle. <laughs> these are words. Do you have a translator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need a I'm, I'm gonna need a, a hide of sober. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they uh, Cooney's Cooney's crew, <laughs> Cooney's crew jumps out. Now earlier in the film, no, it's Cooney's karate. Crew. Oh, Co- Cooney's karate. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> so the KKK jumps out. No, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Don't you dare. That, that was that was actually a homage to uh, a birth of a nation where the clan is the, wow. are the good guys. Uh, very deep, deep cut. Um, but earlier in the film, we'd seen where Terry had gone to RJ Fletcher and tried to talk him out of buying the station. Right. And he gives this big diatribe about how he owns the town and they can suck his nuts, basically. Philo had that on recorded recorded so philo now overrides the signal classic 80s trope here of anytime electricity or signals are used the thing lights up blue right uh you know escape from new york i comes to mind i believe uh and he sends out the signal everybody gets pissed off they've rescued stanley spadowski 
Philo says his work here is done. He turns into an alien. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, again, uh, initially they were just going to have him walk back there and become a ball and fly yeah. away. But the Al himself was so impressed with what special effects did with that yeah. claymation uh, special effect yeah. that they he wanted to keep it. And we get their $2,000 short of the 75000 and we get a call back to earlier in the film. George had been nice to the bum and gave him change. Yes. Earlier in the film, the bum asked RJ for change, and he gives him a penny. Yep. And the bum gets super excited about this penny. And we don't know why. We don't know why. Like, it's a penny. The bum shows up and says, Mr., can I buy some shares? And he's like, sure, whatever. And he shows him $2,000 and says, I'll take what you have left. Now, I looked it up. The penny that he had is the 1955 double-dyed penny from Denver Mint. Yeah, except for it's not actually, that wasn't actually a Denver Mint. That was a Philadelphia okay. Mint that was the double-dyed. But either way, yeah. it's worth a Any, Anywhere today, it's worth anywhere between $1,300 to sixteen dollars or $17,000. Wow. If it, wasn't oh. ever, if it wasn't ever in circulation, it's worth $17,000. Yeah. They sell on eBay. Even, even $1,300 is yeah, still They sell on eBay pretty regularly for about $1,800. Yeah. If someone gave me $1,500, I'd be fucking happier than, you know, like a dumbass. So they've raised I, their $75,000. I, I don't know what to say there. Just give me free money. Like, that'd be great. They've raised their $75,000. rules. They've raised their seventy-five thousand. Big Louie gets his money. Yep. Uh, little tidbit about that last scene where they all show oh. up at the studio oh. in all their trucks and everything else. <laughs> Two of those trucks right. were owned by uh, guys that I went to high school with. Oh, cool! They had drove oh. those big old big yeah. ass trucks, and oh, wow. I was there. I have never Are been you? able to find myself in the scene, but no. I was I was there now for that, that that's filming. Up- on a hill in Sand Springs, right? Uh, no, it's out uh, west of uh, west of Central High School. Oh, okay. On Edison. Oh, okay. Well, that's fifty seventh awesome. West Edison. So we have a film superstar here uh, with us. No, I mean I, CR I has been on a few episodes of the hit show Reservation Dogs. So we're really sitting with a legend, yeah, a legend right now. I'm going to put that in the title. Uh, getting greasy does UHF with Reservation Dog Star. <laughs> yeah, CR Parsons. CR Parsons, and people yeah. are going to be like, "I'll wow. take it." Yeah, I'll, Zach. I'll- Zach, do you know how much I hate you after your screen? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Now, fuck you. Here's the thing. Uh, before we before we get to the end of the episode, so Zach, you like the movie, right? I did. I like this movie. Yeah. I love Weird Al. I like. I, I like the movie. I love movies like this. The subtle jokes, and then I love just. I've always been a fan of like Naked Gun and all that kind of stuff. As we said airplane. earlier, there's not enough masturbation jokes in it for Sean. He needs more young boys talking about jerk. I, re- I really, I really do. I really do. <laughs> I do. Um, you know, that's just me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's always what I'm about. Absolutely love the. Film. So uh, I think three out of four of us recommend that you watch UHF. Uh, sadly. Uh, it's no longer. It used to be free on Amazon. Well, not free because you pay for Amazon Prime. Right. You could usually used to watch it for free on Amazon Prime, but now you have to re- either rent it or buy it. Yeah, um, it'll probably cycle back. Yeah, it'll probably cycle back on. I was wondering if all of a sudden it was no longer because we didn't mention this, but if it was no longer free because of that Weird Al 
document that weird Al movie that's oh, out it very well know. could be because it, it oh, wasn't that mean? long ago that it was free yeah because i just watched it probably within the last year or yeah. so uh when, on one of the one of the i movies. have it for free because i have it on dvd yeah, that you have it on when did that weird Al movie come out y'all it's November 9th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I didn't think it was out yet, but okay. No, it's no, not November 9th, I believe. Yeah. yeah. All right. So CR, what do you got coming up? Oh gosh, what do I have coming up? Uh reopening November 11th. Yeah. I'm playing with Kevin Price and the closers at the shrine. Um CR also does music, also being a reservation dog star. I'm sure trying to think when I've got a comedy it. thing coming up. I don't have any. I can't remember. Well, he'll have something, and if yeah. we find it, we'll put it out there. Zach, what do you have coming up? You have open mics on Wednesday at the Hunt Club, and uh, what yeah, when does this when is this coming out? This comes out next week, I believe. November fourth, I'm doing the BA theater show that Patton puts on. Okay, I'm gonna do all Friday, new material. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna do Friday. It's uh, I'm gonna do all new material. I'm gonna film it. We'll uh, see, Sean. What do you got? Uh, I have the same thing I have every week, Pinky. <laughs> um, what I have to offer is the oh god, that poked me right in the fucking eye. Uh, I have the <laughs> Jamaica Plain uh, open mic at the Jeannie Johnston pub that is named after the boat that brought over the potato famine folks from the Irish. Uh, I. I it brought over uh, the potato famine folks from the irish <laughs> well i mean you know from like i the, love the country the irish diaspora i don't know you know like I, I i don't know what you want to describe it as it's like it's not like it, it was intentional you know in all honesty I and mean, if you want to be a, a history buff which i know no one on here is but um, i'm a buff historian there you go yeah no i know zach is yeah let me zach. plug my social media <laughs> yeah quick. plug your social uh, media yeah, cr parsons comedian cr parsons comedy on all the different social medias whichever one it is yeah. cr parsons comedian or comedy and i did remember i've got november i believe it's 17th or 18th at bricktown comedy club in oh, oklahoma awesome. city nice i love nice. bricktown uh well now the last thing for you to do is to pick Wait. our next movie Wait. Ah. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Please. Here we Blade go. Trinity, Blade Trinity, Blade the Trinity, Blade Trinity. You got up. two. You have already gotten two. And our next movie will be. What do you pick? Blade Trinity. Yeah! <laughs> Finally, we're done with Zach's bullshit, at least. Yeah, okay. We're done with Zach's bullshit after our next movie. So uh, thank you again, CR, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, you, are, you are such a great, great guest. No, you were the Love best person you, to have because you had the inside information. You were actually in well, the CR's CR is an intelligent, very intelligent man. Like, yeah. Well, thank you. you. No one, no one, he's a deep guest. guest. He, he's much. a very good guest we get. He, yeah, he's rare. Is. No, so, I was happy when I heard CR was going to be the guest. I love exactly. CR. Yeah. CR has been in the scene before even I was here. And he's always been someone I've looked up to. He's a consummate professional. So uh, oh. imagine now, uh, everybody, I'm plugging in a song here. Oh, you love this song. It's great. Uh, I, I assume it's UHF by Weird Al. Yeah, it could the, be. The it title. Could, it I could hope be. it's my. You're kidding me. There's a song by Weird Al called UHF. I didn't yeah, know. He, that he was the last song the movie. in the movie. It was during the credits. That's what he's singing. Yeah, he wrote, wrote it for the movie. Brain. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, if, it's it's not my Sharon, if it's not my Bologna or another one rides the bus, what are we doing? <laughs> another one rides the bus. Okay. The first weird out. All right, guys, we are we are effectively ever... done. Sean, you want to say anything for the tag at the end? <laughs> hey there, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out here in the Boston area, you know that we're always doing that Jeannie Johnson mic on the Thursday funky fresh side. And ladies and gents, if there's one thing I could always leave you with is we make it look easy. Damn, son, where'd you find this one?